Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh, what up, though? What up, though? Welcome back, episode two eighty four of the What Up Though podcast. Yeah, man. And stereo, dope. Yeah, eight point eight. Yeah, so I got a beef with all y'all who listen to the podcast. Oh, all three, <laughs> all three, y'all. <laughs> beef with all three, y'all who listen to the podcast, man. Why y'all ain't tell me I sounded so shitty all these fucking months that I was using my <laughs> AirPods to record this podcast? Like, man, dog, I look. I randomly turned the shit on today. Just because, and the irony is that what made me turn on our podcast today was that I was listening to another podcast where I thought the podcaster sounded so good, I wanted to hit her up and be like, what kind of mic do you have? Because like, this sounds incredible. And then the next episode, because it was like a two-part episode, she sounded like shit because she had a couple of guests on and the guests sounded great. And then she sounded like she was talking to like a fucking like a handheld fucking tape recorder that was sitting five feet away and shit. I'm like, why she sounds so bad? And I was like, and it made me think like, maybe she was like on the phone with them or something to record this. And maybe it was just like recording on like her speaker phone or something like that instead of her normal setup. Or maybe she wasn't at home. And I was like, man, that was like, well, shit, I've been recording on AirPods. What I've been sounding like <laughs> turn the shit on. I'm like, man, it's just all terrible. dog. I'm like, I saw like a fucking amateur out here, man. Like, it's not fucking amateur hour out here. Yeah, definitely been doing it too long to sound amateur like. So, yeah. yeah, I'm like, man, what if I tell somebody, like, yeah, listen to my podcast? Look into it, like, man, this nigga out 280 something episodes sounding like it's his first goddamn one. We were I'm like, like, yeah, man, we, this got ain't like, gonna work. we got like 280 something, but start at 284. And it's going to be <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, like, just ignore everything between like two thirty seven and two two. Like, I don't know when I started using my AirPods, but like, ignore everything in between there. But yeah, man, I was like, this can't, this can't stand. Uh, so I just went through the trouble of making sure that I can bring out. Uh, I brought out my my work laptop out here to the garage so I could still smoke, and then I brought out my my normal podcasting equipment, my mic, my headphones, all that good shit. Cause I'm like, I'm not about to be out because the AirPods convenient as fuck. But I'm not gonna be out here sounding like a fucking amateur with damn near 300 episodes in my belt. Some and I'm getting like you know I'm not getting new followers like on on Twitter or nothing like that. But I'm like, what if somebody who listened to uh, like watch my YouTube videos or some shit and somehow finds out about this podcast or they ask me or, or whatever and they listen to this and like this motherfucker got 300 episodes and sound like this is first day? Like nah, man. <laughs> I'm like I gotta stop this right now first day out and shit yeah i'm like man all the microphone troubles that we had and i'm inflicting this shit on myself for no reason <laughs> oh jesus christ man i just think about the well at the first 50 we didn't have the mic we weren't even using the microphone we thought we were but we, yeah. it was just the computer <laughs> fucking <laughs> man embarrassing though that was stupid and that was and and mostly that was just not uh not understanding um uh What's the fucking app? Uh, Audacity. Yeah, because yeah. you end up having to like select it and shit like that. And whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah. And that Aud- Eureka moment, like we turned it on to the actual mics and shit. Like, like man, this shit sound way better. Right. It's like, <laughs> oh, 
like I just think about the time we had uh Kari uh on and thinking that we're using a mic and we sitting around a fucking computer and shit in my basement and we just recording from the f- f- fucking computer. <laughs> God damn, man. Rufio Jones, man. We need to have Rufio uh, back on one yeah, day. Yeah, we should, dude. We definitely got to get him on. I want to get him and uh, 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 work on. Uh, what's the other homeboy? Because I've met him, but I can never think of that motherfucker's name. Uh, Sean Uppercut? Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's I the think, one I know the least out of the three. I've met him, and he went to high here. school with me too. But uh, I don't know. I just I didn't I didn't know him at all in high school. Um, and I don't even I'm not even entirely sure I knew Kari in high school. I think I met. I think I actually I might I I probably knew Kari at least to some degree in high school, but he wasn't in my grade neither. And then uh, I only met Ellings. I met Ellings with the college. So like, um, but I, I don't, I've met Sean Uppercut, but like I, I don't know him like that. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I um and and I, I can't even say I really know Illingsworth like that. I've met him a few times on occasion, um, and but I've actually seen uh, Rufio uh, a lot more. Like I remember one time he had actually he actually met me over at uh um uh, Jr. Cigars. He doesn't smoke, oh, wow, but he stayed in that apartment building right across the street. Or did he have a somebody that lived there? I think he lived there or. A uh, relative lived there or something, but he mm-hmm. was doing some kind of like I think he was doing some kind of craft project, and he wanted some empty uh, cigar boxes or some shit. Oh, okay. Uh, so something like that. So I um, met him over there for that. But yeah, so yeah, got a yeah, thirty-five I, years old doing arts and crafts and shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, he's a creative dude, so I ain't no telling what the hell he was doing with this shit. Uh, and this is shit. This got to be shit. Probably plus five years ago or something it was, a, it was a good while ago um but yeah but i like i said i met i think i not yeah i think i met sean uppercut at one of their shows i think they were doing a show at uh man i can't think of that fucking spot but they were doing a show it's over like cast cast corridor area so uh, oh, uh motherfucking uh old miami oh miami yes yep. it was at the old miami and uh i met him uh i met him there i think they were doing a show there or some shit like that so mm-hmm. i think they do they do like a, a instagram uh sh- uh video show or something i see their, their retweets and shit um a repost and stuff like that and shit seems like like and Ellingsworth is pretty much just famous with music and shit now so yeah, I think he did. He did. I don't know if it's the latest Fonte's album. He had beats on there. And oh shit! Other shit. Yeah. Well, well, I say latest because that was the latest solo project he's done, which was like two years ago. Um, but yeah. Hey, so, if he yeah. working with that nigga, he doing all right. Don't matter if it's the latest or the one yep, before that. Or... Yeah, and, and I wasn't <laughs> saying that to discredit anything. I was just, I was just putting it chronologically. Uh, um, but yeah, so. <clears throat> cool cool dudes but yeah um i don't really have much of a, a week to, to recap other than yeah work is work uh i got uh five years at my job uh as a monday well technically sunday because that was actually the day i started five years ago and it just don't seem like five five years went past fast as fuck yeah man it's like shit just keep getting worse and worse when uh with with time as it pertains to like how like how fast it seems like it's going by like man like my my uh 10 year anniversary is coming up 
Damn. at my job yeah and uh i mean i coming up not like in like the next couple of days or something like that but it's coming up in uh may so may 2022 hey, shit. It's, it's, so it's been nine years yeah That's nine like, about nine and a half yeah wow i wouldn't have thought that. i mean i just thinking about my five years but i wouldn't have thought you were coming up on 10 years wow. yeah yeah and, and you know what i'm looking forward to the most for that <laughs> as uh after after 10 years well so after five years you get like a little gift and then you get your, your, your PTO accumulates a little bit faster. No, yeah. They give out gifts. And then the 10, 10 years, you get a better gift. And then uh, your PTO accumulates even faster again. So like, I I don't know what it is, what it's going to accumulate at. at, I don't recall, but I feel like you get about maybe like 11 hours per pay period or something. Uh Uh-huh. So like a day and some change per pay period like oh, that. Okay. So like my my PTO already accumulates kind of fast and I already got a lot. And then by the time May 2022 come around, it's going to start accumulating even faster. That's what I'm looking forward to the most. I just really love compiling time off <laughs> so that way I can take I mean, a whole shit. week that, off and be like, ah, I still got another five weeks. <laughs> that's, that's always the plan. Shit. More time. out. I think I was supposed to in my five year, I was supposed to get like another week of vacation. But then, but I, my my boss kind of actually gave it to me like last year, and was just kind of like he wasn't recording the shit that I was taking off. So I was just like, oh, <laughs> good shit. So uh, this year didn't even seem when I saw it because I had to look. I had went back to my my uh, manual to see what 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 happened in my fifth year because I knew it was something at five years, and then it was a, another week of vacation. But my boss was kind of like giving me that shit like last year anyway. So it's all good. But I told myself. At like four or five years, I'll start uh, like reevaluating shit. And so that's what I'm kind of doing now, man. Just trying to figure out if I'm going to fucking stay at this place or I'm going to move on. Uh, I don't know, man. I just be, I just had those feelings like I just, I'm just I'm not doing it. It's like I do like a, a, a born ass job. And not that I really want more responsibility, but I really just want more money. And if responsibility come with that, cool. But I don't know. Just it just I just feel like I could be doing more of my time and shit. So kind of just one of those. I a good uh a good friend of mine was uh, told me uh sometime last year, it's like, you know, you gotta you gotta run your career like a business and you just gotta try to make business not try, make fucking business decisions. And I'm like, I've never really thought about it as a business. And then it just it shit just clicked. I was just like, that makes a lot of fucking sense. So yeah, I'm, I'm right now. I don't plan on going nowhere. Um, I my my plan right now is to kind of just like continue to uh, kind of like I don't say coast through, but I am going to say kind of like coast through my job until I can find a way to, uh, you know, do what I want to do with my life, whatever mm-hmm. that may be. Like if that's YouTube videos, if that's podcasting, like whatever that may be, I'm trying to work toward that. So right. um and if, if for whatever reason that don't pan out, then I'll, I'll stay at my current job. But um, that's not my that's not my goal. And I don't fail at things. So I plan I plan on finding success and some modicum of success somehow where I don't have to work there no more. Where I don't have to work. Well, not even there because I make it sound like I, I hate my job and I don't. But like, uh, you know, so I don't have to work for someone else anymore. No, I, I get that. I get that. I'm definitely, I, I think it's good. You didn't say it, but it was just kind of understood it, it at the very least you're 
at a point where you're financially comfortable enough to say I can kind of coast while I figure out other shit and mm-hmm. so I'm not where I want to be and so that's the, the the thing for me it's like do I stay in bullshit with not being where I want to be financially and which I can't do that shit it's just not not an option like I watch I've watched my wife you know jump her salary so much in the last like three years and I'm just sitting here like shit I like I can't be left behind like that like it's not it's no definitely no competition but I just can't be uh can't can't be slacking like that so um, do, you, do you not have any opportunity to get a raise or raises uh currently well like, have you know. gotten any in the five years oh yeah yeah I definitely got some in the five years I think I've so it's just not satisfactory enough it's not satisfactory like okay. I came into you know so and you know my my story but for the most part I was off for like almost four years in that time i went back to school and did other credit other shit and when i started this gig i was like cool this would be a good entry point and then i could build my resume up and still and go and go other place like the the goal was always to, to go somewhere else at some point um unless things got really great here and so now it's like things are good but not great and be great if that if I had more, got more money, if like if I had more money, I could deal with the uh, because I really don't do a uh, my my job is not strenuous by no means, and so if I had more money, it'd make it more doable, and I can actually focus on doing other stuff at the same time. But I feel like it's gonna be a hard a a, a hard push for for the money I really want, and so that's what that's what's gonna push me. But I told myself. In five years, I had a conversation. So I'm gonna have a conversation soon with my boss. And I'm like, well, if I do decide to leave, I'm definitely not leaving before the end of the year to get my fucking yearly bonus. And then I'll dip somewhere like I worked too hard this year to not get that. Like if I feel like if I left now, I wouldn't get it at all. And so I'm like, that's kind of uh, my thoughts. So, you know, push to have a conversation about, you know, more money. And then, you know, uh, if, I, if I don't, and if I if I don't get it now and then I don't get it in Jan- uh, January, uh, I'll move on. So that's that's pretty much the story. So we'll see. That makes sense to me. Yeah, man. My wife, wife wanted well, I want a bigger house, a new house. We've been talking about moving for the last three years. And so you know, now that you know we sped up the process and got the dog that we really wasn't supposed to get to next year. And mm-hmm. so now it's like need way more space now we got a fucking dog and shit so backyard is not really conducive to a puppy like you know our you know alex was was the most trained fucking dog ever like Mm -hmm. you know you know how our house doesn't have a gate um in front of the side door so yeah we just let him out he go in the backyard do his thing come back to the door and sit down um not with this fucking puppy like this shit's ridiculous with his ass so um, and I've never had a small puppy like that. Even when I had my dog years ago, I had him a little later. So having a small puppy, man, it's, it's a bitch. But man, we just we just want like this is the house that I moved in with her, and we want a house of our own. And I just want bigger, bigger space, more space, and most likely out of the city. Um, like ninety nine point nine percent chance is going to be outside of the city. I don't see anywhere in Detroit where I think we could move and i'll be happy about um so 
Like, yeah, I mean, I, at the end of the day, you're going to be overpaying to live in the hood. <laughs> like, essentially. Like, like, why, like, that's the same reason I left. Like, and, I'm not going to do that. And all of the neighborhoods I would really like cost way too much fucking money. Like, I think about, like, you know, like the, uh, the, the what is it, the university district? Oh, yeah, uh, like in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, um, yeah, they, they cost way too much money again. Yeah. And then on top of that, the houses be nice, but they old as fuck. So it's like, you might get in there and find out it's not like built to a, a good quality or oh you or already know that is, though you already know that though yeah it's not even like even if in it there. is it's gonna it, it might have a whole bunch of shit wrong with it like have old ass furnaces or old ass windows or like it, i feel like you're gonna end up paying way more than the house is worth because you paying for like the uh the historical aspect of it like it's in a it's in a classic historical well-to-do area right so you paying all that money but the house itself ain't gonna, really gonna be worth it like i saw um in that same group that i was telling you about a, a few podcasts ago the historical detroit architecture group the one that had all the issues yeah with yeah, the, yeah, yeah. With uh, the posts and black shit. bottom shit yeah yeah like somebody posted a hot in there like look at this nice house that's on sale you know uh for sale and um, fuck, I can't remember what neighborhood it was, but you know, nice neighborhood. We'll just say Boston Edison or whatever. And um, I look at the house. I mean, it looks straight, and it was like two hundred grand. And my my immediate thought was like two hundred grand to live in Detroit ain't no, like no, like the house is gonna be old as shit. It's probably gonna be a bunch of stuff wrong with it. And two hundred grand to still live somewhere where uh, you know, you might be in a nice neighborhood, but your nice neighborhood is gonna be dipped down into the middle of like all bad neighborhoods and like it's just it's just not worth it when you could get a two hundred thousand dollar house in the suburbs and it will be probably uh better quality than the old ass house that's in boston edison and lower property taxes lower insurance safer neighborhoods better schools like all that kind of shit dog i'm like it's not worth it to drop that that much on a detroit house right and the biggest thing for us is just cost the house cost insurance Cause those are the, the things that you paying for when you come to Detroit. Like, I mean, all these, you know, uh, suburb suburban folks, you know, moving to the city and, you know, they're probably paying astronomical fucking rates of insurance now and, and shit like that. And I don't want to do that. And plus, uh, we're strongly considering building a house. So, um, oh, shit. yeah. So we're looking, we went from like looking at houses to looking at, lots of land which is a whole nother fucking beast because like okay so you you look at you you find you know just use your use you for example you find your house you 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 know you get the price you're looking at the prices probably in the neighborhood or something like that or you just got a price in mind you look in a certain neighborhood and that's that price i have no fucking idea how you base uh price of land like why is this land why is this land 15 grand? Why is this land 30 grand? What, like, what is that? I don't, I, I just don't know. So that's one of the things I really need to research and, uh, and see, but I just had a fucking great idea because I saw that our homegirl Sophia, uh, mm-hmm. posted something about a, uh, what is her fucking name on, on, twitter she posted a a a apple link of a podcast that i believe is real estate based so i'm assuming it's something with her husband Mm -hmm. um so she might be my oh oh, i knew i thought it was this miss sophia um 
So she, I'm actually looking at the link now. She posted a link, and I believe it's, uh, yeah, it's about real estate. So I'm assuming it's something um, uh, with her husband. So I'm going to ask her. That might be my resource. Yeah. No, I didn't think about that. It's funny because I see <laughs> I see her husband. So I guess her, her, her husband put, does ads on uh, next door. Oh, okay. For like real uh, 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 um, realtor based stuff or stuff like that. So I didn't even know you could do ads on there. I mean, I don't have it, but yeah, you <laughs> I yeah, know that shit. Everything has fucking ads. It seems like, but yeah, and it's almost like it's like a con- It's like it's like a post that people have a conversation, but it's essentially an ad because it's posted in every neighborhood. So usually, when ne- next door, you can either look at stuff in your neighborhood or you can look at stuff in other neighborhoods. But it's like an ad for anything. So. Yeah, so I'm a, uh, I'm gonna check, I'm gonna hit her up about that. But yeah, so man, we're looking at, at land and shit, and I'm just trying to get understanding. Like my wife is ready to like put like she messaged me earlier, sent me like four plots of land and shit, and was like, want to go check these out soon? At that price, we could put the cash down now. I'm like, one, where this fucking cash coming from? <laughs> and two, <laughs> where's this shit at? So we saw a couple in Taylor, uh, looked at some and like. Uh, Westland and shit like that. So, yeah. And our neighborhood is Sounds just kind of coming. Neighborhood is kind of just kind of going downhill. Uh, it's yeah. It just it's, it was just outgrown this shit. Um, so, hey, question: Do you guys so? Um, so although you don't live in Detroit, you still pay Detroit income tax. I mean, pro, I mean income tax because you work in Detroit. It's just a lesser percentage. Um, Is that a question or a statement? No, well, it was more of a statement. It was more of a oh, okay. statement. Okay, so I, I looked at my paycheck to look at that to I would assume when you moved, your paycheck probably went up slightly. Um, and I don't know if you changed j- jobs or had money increase or decrease to know the difference or anything. But you sh- yours should have changed because there's a different rate that you use for uh, living in the city versus working in the city. And so what I found out is that when my, my wife started working from home, you can deduct those days from your total income tax uh, total, so to speak. So say you work, I don't know, say you work 200 days a year. Um, you can, uh, the days that you work from home that are not in the city, you can write those days off. Hmm. So it lowers your your income rate, to, uh, your what you owe for Detroit income taxes. I'm gonna have to remember that. <laughs> yep. So yeah, so all of the people that you know for my wife's job that, that doesn't when they started working from home fully last year, they was able to write me because of COVID and stuff, and they've been home since then. They can write those days off. Hmm. And, and but say so i think say your wife goes in a day or two a week or something like that so yeah. technically the days that she goes in she would have to pay income taxes on those but the day she's at home she can write off that's interesting and i wonder if you, that i wonder if that was done on our taxes for 2020 or not um i don't know man but it's definitely something to uh to look into yeah because it will be about the same because in 2020 i started working from home in march and then so that would have been it was like the middle of March. So that would have been two and a half months that I was in the office. And then this year, um, my return date just got pushed back to the end of October. 
So like October 26th or something like that. So it will be the same thing. I'll only have two months and a couple of days uh, in the office for 2021 as well. So um, Mm -hmm. if we didn't make that happen for 2020, we should try to make that for 2021. Yep. Yep. Yep, I would say I would say do it because uh, I mean it's it's a lower rate still because you're you don't live here but you work here but shit if you can write off days and pay less fuck it, why not you know what I'm saying right so yeah so something to look up for sure because uh I told her next year well when we filed it you know to figure that shit out so yeah anyways enough of that boring shit uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I know we didn't like, have can, it they, on- can they please get on something interesting? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like this is supposed to be the, ed- the education abortion. Um, I know we have a few topics, but since we were kind of chatting last night during it, uh, what was your thoughts on the verses last night? Oh man, the verses. Um, so I, I went into the verses kind of expecting it to be so like from from my perspective, I look at verses as like uh putting not just hits up against hits but hits that are moved the crowd up against hits that are moved the crowd. So like I looked at Ja Rule as somebody who has a ton of hits like historically, but like a lot of his biggest hits are more like these kind of like sing-songy R&B type stuff. Like after his first album, he kind of started moving into that lane. So I'm like, I don't feel like like he has hits, but I don't feel like he has hits that can really like rock the crowd. Like he might start singing that shit and then the crowd just be like, eh, like, oh, we don't really want to hear this. And then Fat Joe will play like lean back some shit. And now the crowd is like, yeah, yo, fuck Ja Rule. Like this shit sucks, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like the way it ultimately went, and I, I didn't see it from the very beginning, so I missed the first few rounds. But like from what I saw onward, I feel like for the most part, Jaws songs went over better than Fat Joe's did because I feel like he was playing stuff that either the crowd didn't know or didn't like that much. And then Jaws was playing when Jaws would play his stuff, which was the exact stuff I expected him to play. He wasn't just kind of like, uh, just like oh, I'm gonna perform this sing songy ass shit. He was like putting on like a full ass concert. Like he was getting the crowd into it. He's bringing out people like and and once he starts playing these songs, it's like people just realize, yo, I really did fuck with this song back when it was out. And I just felt like he did a better job of like getting the crowd into it. So I feel like if it was like a, a if, if the crowd scored it, I feel like he might have won just because I, I feel like the crowd oh, was just yeah, like way, sure. way more into his shit than they were into into Fat Joe's shit. Uh, Fat Joe finished really strong, but like I, I just feel like like Ja just did a, a much better job than I expected of making making his hits really uh, get the crowd out of their seats. Or I mean, they were probably standing the whole time, but you know, get the crowd actually like excited and shit. So I found it to be more entertaining than I thought it would be, and I found uh, I, I was I was particularly impressed with what uh, with what I thought Ja Rule did. Yeah, I so I feel like I've gotten most of the verses wrong in my initial assessments. Going back to when, and I kind of commented it when we, me and you and Johnny was chatting last night. Like well, I remember when, but uh, when when they were talking about DJ Premier and RZA, and I was like, Premier's gonna watch RZA, and to find out so many songs that RZA produced that I really absolutely loved, I was just like, fuck. And and the problem too is 
so that was one of the things. Rhythm produced some of the, some of the craziest songs, you know, from Wu and shit that I just didn't know. And then it was the song played. Uh, um, Premiere didn't do a good job to me as as far as playing the hits and shit. Like he has tons of hits and just seemed like he didn't do it as well. They were it was entertaining, but didn't do it as well. So when I first, I wasn't even gonna watch this shit. It wasn't. It only even was because chatting with you and Johnny that I even turned and shit. And you know, based on I wasn't gonna watch it either. And based on my technical difficulties, I was like, fuck this shit. I'm about to cut my hair and go to sleep. So I was up four hours later than I thought I would be fucking around with that goddamn uh, versus. But initially, I thought with Fat Joe would wash him um, just based on hits and shit he have. Um, granted, uh, and I, I looked it up. I believe that Ja has more... Uh, more hits based on singles and 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 like uh ratings and shit like that because he has a lot of you know uh girl uh or i guess women uh theme songs and shit like that when he you know from little mo and uh j-lo and all that shit uh shanti and shit like that but i thought that he did what Jai did really good because he played them shits even the ones that you kind of like eh you know, I didn't think this song would go, but the songs, to your point, when you were talking about this, the shit that, you know, like uh, Joe would play like a, a lean back and the crowd would love it. I think the, the crowd knew all of Ja's popular shit and, and, he, and he worked the crowd well with that. The beginning that you missed, Joe did like three songs that was like off his early shit and I had no fucking clue what they were. I had no idea. And then I'm, I'm reading Twitter and most of the women didn't know what what was I, I saw countless times I don't know what song this is <laughs> from from chick sweeting and shit um and so yeah but I think like you say Joe finished off strong uh the features was dope you know bring uh Joe bringing out Nelly Joe bringing out Remy Ma um uh Jai initially bringing out Ashanti then she did a song with fucking uh uh joe right after that like that was dope i don't know if the, I, I would assume they planned it like that but that was dope as fuck and well i didn't think it was gonna uh be in a although i should have known as uh, shanti was gonna be there but when i saw nelly i was like well fuck i know her and him and uh, her, uh ashanti nelly were together and they're you know not together anymore so i figured it'd be some kind of weird shit with them both being on the stage and shit but i i did that soon as I uh soon as Nelly did his uh Joe did the song with Nelly, I, I think I commented saying, uh, I guess Ashanti's not gonna show. And I tweeted that same thing. Then I went downstairs to cut my hair. I was watching on my phone, and sure as shit, the next fucking song <laughs> <coughs> Ashanti comes up and shit. So yeah, that was dope. Uh I thought bringing out Remy Ma was cool, um, especially when uh she did uh Pun's verse on Deep Cover. Uh that was oh i must admit i must have missed that yeah she did right before i came out yeah um well tuned in i should say oh okay i thought i don't know why i thought you tuned in sooner but yeah no i didn't see deep cover yeah that was dope as hell um and then um yeah it it went cool i I thought it it ended well uh the features was dope i was just i was just kind of i was just really thinking that uh uh j-lo was gonna come out for that shit uh but seeing uh what's the chick named vita Oh yeah, her Vita, that was crazy. Yeah, uh, that was crazy. <laughs> and she was like fit as fuck too. Yeah. Uh, so that 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 was pretty dope. But yeah, I, I thought they uh they 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 did a uh 
it was a cool job. I I think Joe tried to channel this like quote real hip hop unquote shit, and he tried to pull like a, a Jada, and I don't think the crowd was for that shit at all. Like he just didn't have that that feel for that shit. I, it, it, it was a different crowd too because the crowd at uh, the locks and um, and Dipset was way more into this shit than the crowd they had last night. So. Yeah, and I think it was a I think it was a bad matchup for Fat Joe too, not because he was at a disadvantage, but because if if it was Fat Joe versus like another like another like gutter uh hood ass rapper, it would have been more competitive because you probably would have had a bunch of people there who was ready for like real hip hop and like wanted to hear like all that gangster shit. But with him going against Fat Joe, I I mean with Ja Rule, I feel like the crowd was probably like a more of a mixed crowd. And like just like in my household, like my wife was asleep and Ja Rule started playing Ja Rule shit and she woke up and then watched the whole rest of the thing. <laughs> and she and she knew like every song that Ja did almost from the point where she woke up and didn't know hardly none of the Fat Joe songs. And like that's that's probably that's probably what the dynamic in the crowd was like. Mm-hmm. There was probably a lot of women there who were there for Ja or and even and also for Fat Joe, but probably to a lesser degree. And it probably wasn't a lot of people there who was there for the kind of shit that Fat Joe was performing. So I feel like he probably didn't have the kind of crowd that was going to be as receptive to what he was going to do versus what uh, Ja was going to do. And then he looked he looked uncomfortable to me. And like when I what I mean by that is like who did wait who Fat Joe? Oh, okay. Because what I mean by uncomfortable is like so Ja. Ja is very confident in his hits and his songs. And he performs with like a 10 out of 10 level of energy. Right. So even though he might be like singing and shit, he still got like that gruff ass voice. He's still fucking ripped. Even however old he is, he's still fucking ripped. Although he kind of looked like he might be on steroids, but that's neither here nor there, but like (laughs) he's still pretty fucking ripped. The only reason I I even can say that I feel like I look, he looked like he on steroids because I listen to so many MMA podcasts. And that's a big topic in fighting in general. So I've heard like former MMA fighters who admit readily that they use performance enhancing drugs describe what somebody's body might look like who is on performance enhancing drugs. Like there's a guy who there's a guy whose podcast I listen to. He's like, I use them myself. And he's like, I know exactly what somebody looks like who uses them. So he'd be like, so-and-so looks like they, so-and-so is definitely on some form of performance enhancing. So-and-so is definitely not. So like, I feel like from what he's described, I kind of feel like Ja might be on it, but uh, whatever. That's neither here nor there. But they he kept performs- calling him, they kept, uh, not to cut you off, they kept calling him the black uh, Bruce Lee on the, in the <laughs> chat on the uh, uh, Instagram page. So I, I, I was watching. That. I was watching that when I was uh when I was coming here. I just brought my phone down, and I kept seeing Black Bruce Lee, Black Bruce Lee, Black Bruce Lee. <laughs> okay, <shit. laughs> it was random as hell. I was like, okay, it, I was like I've never never heard him call. The other thing before. too was weird is that uh not weird. Well, I guess so. Like you know, you have a lot of it was a lot of like celebrities comment commenting. You know, how you see the commenters scroll and shit throughout the uh, Instagram. Uh, when if you you ever watch it on Instagram, um, 
Well, it doesn't matter. The well, comments I, I are have, just rolling up and shit. You know what I'm saying? Not like I have, but not not for the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, like I might turn it on on Instagram, see what's going on. Yeah, I actually like yeah. the comments scrolling and shit. So the yeah. comments scrolling, so it's mostly like celebs and shit you see. But mm-hmm. weirdly, it was a bunch of like NBA accounts. Like I saw the Grizzly account comment. I seen the Atlanta Hawks comment. Like that was just the weirdest shit to me. I don't <laughs> like why are all these random uh, sports. Uh, Instagram uh, accounts commenting on a verses and shit, but I don't know. Maybe it's for publicity. Who knows? But yeah, that and was they probably <laughs> they probably employ younger, maybe even black people to kind of like run their social media accounts so that they can resonate more with young people. Oh, totally. I can totally. Oh so, yeah, that. they probably hop on there. That that kind of makes sense. Yeah. But, but anyway, but, what, what I was saying is like Ja Ja performs with like that level of energy, and then like I felt like at times like Fat Joe isn't to fat Joe's not that kind of performer because at the end of the day, again, he's trying to spit, he's trying to drop, you know, he's trying to have his bars. He's trying to spit that gangster shit. He don't really come with that kind of energy. So then he would start playing like songs where he might be singing, or he might have a, a R&B artist on there. And like I got saying in the chat, I'm like, this nigga needs to stop dancing immediately. Cause it looks weird. It looks awkward. It looks like he's trying to match. Like he's, he's subconsciously trying to match what Ja Rule is doing. And it looks so unnatural. And I'm like, I feel like he should just do what he's supposed to be doing. Cause I'm like, this just don't look right. So like, but Ja looked like he was like fully, like, just like he was at home. Like, like this is natural for me. Like, and I, I'm just doing my own thing. Supreme confidence in what he was doing. And yeah, Fat, Fat Joe just seemed kind of off to me, dog. So like if I couldn't really judge it because like, I didn't see it from the beginning. And then even then I wasn't really keeping score after that. I was kind of looking at what Johnny was posting or whatever, but um, Johnny was also kind of clearly siding with fat joe regardless so oh clearly like he was the score. most he was like only person i could see more bias is fucking monotone like he was the most fucking biased the whole fucking time dog. i wish I, monotone had been in that chat with us so i could see yeah. so i could see what he had been saying because i've been monotone like yeah uh fat joe is up 28 to nothing like nigga, it's only 20 <laughs> rounds nigga, and we only on round seven like, what you mean <laughs> Yeah, that man, he was so fucking biased, but he was even biased with the. Uh, he was he worse just... with Dipset and the locks, dog. Yeah, yeah. He was worse with that because the locks washed Dipset to me, dog. And he's he swapping down Dipset one that shit easily, dog. I'm just like, dog, you tripping, man. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, dog. I'm I'm starting to ju- I'm starting to really question your 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 <laughs> your music taste with this shit because I'm like, dog. I mean. I understand. It's like watching your favorite team and just and just not acknowledging that they're trash when they're trash. Yeah, you know that, what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't understand why people can't do that. Like, yeah. and I'm not saying I'm not saying he can't, but like you see it in um, you see it in sports, you see it, and I see it now a lot in uh TV and movies as well. Like there'll be a like a if there's a TV show that people really really like, they can't find it in themselves to criticize it. And I'm like, that doesn't make you less of a fan of the show if you think that the show did something wrong. And I'll see that in my comments sometimes. People, people will be arguing with me about something. And I'm like, you, like, just because I didn't like this thing doesn't mean that they didn't do it. Like, you could like it and be okay with it, but you can't tell me I'm wrong. Because, like, there was something in particular on, on Ted Lasso. I was like, you know, I was talking about how they skipped over certain things that I would have liked to see. Mm-hmm. And somebody commented like, oh, they haven't skipped over anything. I'm like, listen. They have very, very literally skipped over stuff like there'll be a scene and then I'll be like, oh, I want to see what happens with that. And then the show will time jump two months ahead. 
And I'm like, well, what happened to the results of whatever that is? What happened? And I'm like, even if it comes later in the season where you can be like, oh, they do address that thing that I wanted to see. It doesn't change the fact that they did a two month time jump over that portion. So even if they call back to it, it doesn't change that. And I told that person, I'm like, even if you're OK with it, you can't say they didn't skip over anything because they literally skipped over something like and if they come back to it, that's fine. But it's like people act like because they like something that if you if somebody criticizes it or if they criticize it themselves, then that, that like it's almost like it, it is an assault on their fandom or something like that. And I'm like, that's not like people need to be able to separate. You could still like something and criticize it. I do it all the time. And like that, that's something where like verses and shit, like you just got to stay outside of yourself and be like, OK, Man. like I might like one artist more than the other, but. I, this song bangs more or like this is a bigger hit than that person's hit like like just be honest with Bruh, it like my, my, it don't my make biggest, you less of a fan it doesn't like, it doesn't look, 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 what did we what did we say what did we say when somebody asked us about eminem versus uh i don't even know who the fuck it was yeah I said, was like, I, it might have been no. versus nobody it was like i'm like eminem don't really have versus songs like i like no. eminem but i'm like i love eminem but i'm like eminem would probably not do well in the verses Nah, like, I it think it makes you, you match them with. Actually, it doesn't make you less of a fan. It actually makes you more of a fan to recognize the bullshit that they have versus the good shit they have. Like, yeah. I think you're not much of a fan. You're less of a fan to me if you don't acknowledge the bad shit. Like, my biggest music conundrum is fucking Nas. Like, I absolutely mm-hmm. love Nas. And for me to sit here and tell you that Street Disciples was a great album, I would be lying. <laughs> I'll be fucking lying. I would I would be lying if I told you he's had stellar production his whole fucking career. I would be fucking lying. And so you just no, it's just no, yeah. So yeah, you it you watching that shit, you gotta just be even and even killed. And if you know the person you don't like as much has a better fucking song, they just have a better fucking song. Shit. Yeah, at the end of the day, Nas had a bad stretch, and yeah. like that just is what it is, and, and Nas will. Nas is and will forever be probably in my top three mm-hmm. favorite rappers. Like, it just is what it is. But, like, I can sit here and be like, yo, I didn't really like that song or I didn't really like that album. And you should be able to do that. Yeah, I don't, just, I don't understand I was, why people struggle with that. I was just, somebody was talking about uh, Outkast, and I'm a big Outkast fan as well. And they were talking about how that, uh, the, you ever remember the song Mama Sita off Aquimini? Was it Aquimini? I forget which album. I think it was Aquimini. Uh, the song Mama Sita. I, it's not ringing a bell right now it, for it, some yeah, reason. Yeah, because it's terrible. But but <laughs> he was somehow as bad. I'm like, dog, as a as a as a fucking fan, almost stand. That's a song I cannot listen to, no matter how many times I've tried. It's fucking horrible. But you know, they they have enough enough songs to cover a couple of bad songs. But yeah, it's fucking horrible. I'll be lying to the world if I said that song was great. The song is trash. It's horrible. Yeah, I, I give uh, 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 Beyonce shit because that, that fucking 7-Eleven song that she made, I think it's one of the worst oh. songs I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I don't like Beyonce. Like, and it's not anything against her personally, really. I think it's more so about her popularity and her fandom, basically living up to what we just said, acting mm. like everything that she does is flawless. And it makes me not like her. Like, it makes me like her less because I'm just like, Okay, she's not perfect. Like she has a whole lot of bad songs, and that 7-Eleven song is one of them. And I can admit that, even though when it comes to like Beyonce and Destiny's Child, I'm like an OG fan. Like I, 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 I was a Destiny's Child fan from the very first album, duh, and I had a mad crush on Beyonce. So it's like, but at the end of the day, 
I acknowledge like, yo, she got some whack songs. And that 7-Eleven song is one of them. And Eminem is the same way. Eminem got some songs that I think are like, like that he had a song called Fack on like a uh, curtain call or, or something like that. Not just his worst. It's, it's definitely his worst song, but it's not Who? just his worst song. It's one of the worst songs I've ever heard. Who? It's called Fack. Oh, F-A-C-K. Oh. What, who said Fat Joe? Eminem. Oh, Eminem. I'm sorry. My bad. I don't yeah. know why I heard Fat Joe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the even, worst I songs I've ever song. heard. I don't even yeah, recall it, that fucking it's, song. I think it's on Curtain Call, because I think Curtain Call was like a, if I remember correctly, it was kind of like a compilation out, like uh, or Greatest Hits or something like that, but it had a couple new songs on it. It was either on that or it was on Encore, and one of them too. And it's one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. Duh. And I'm like, it don't make me less of a fan to say like that song is terrible because he also has Lose Yourself. He has he has like three albums that are debate debatably classics. Like you can, you know, debate them whether or not you, you know, you can debate them if you so choose. But like he has albums that uh, like at least his first three people look at as like there are some there are some group of people who will consider them classics regardless. Right. Mm -hmm. So like. You know, it, it don't make me no less of a fan to say that fact was a fucking terrible fucking song. So, like, I, I think I think Johnny kind of suffered from that a little bit. He was super biased on the dip set locks. He was super biased last night. We're going we to get that nigga some help. I think they need to. They should. I feel like they should have judges, dog. And like not judges like uh like a uh, like like you might have for like a fight where you have like three judges and they offer up scores. But I feel like maybe it should have like uh like fan voting, like American Idol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're like, yeah. And, and then you vote after every round, and it would just be a simple thing, like you like like just like American Idol, you like send a text, and then after that round, they'd be like, okay, the fans said that so and so won this round. I, I feel like that would be make it so that it'd be less uh less debatable uh who won a round. Because if Johnny goes, uh, Fat Joe won that round, and they come back like ninety percent of the fans say Ja Rule won that round, I'd be like okay, come on, dog, like. 90 like 90 percent of the fans say ja won that round me and otis say john won ja won that round like how do you how do you rationalize fat joe winning that round like just because you like him more like come on dog you know that song didn't you know that song fell flat when he performed it like come on man but yeah it was it it ended up being a lot more uh entertaining than i thought it would be and that was because of ja rule like i'm not gonna lie that was because of ja rule like he rocked that stage for real yeah, and I it mean, was funny to me too, dog, because I'm like, it was that dynamic of like Fat Joe doing like a hardcore gangsta ass song, and then Ja just coming in, like singing this shit, <laughs> like, and but then it be it be like hype though, like the crowd be getting into it, I'm like, I guess this is hilarious that Ja Rule is responding with these soft ass R and B songs to Fat Joe's gangsta ass shit, and it's working. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so I thought I thought I thought job I thought job did a good, a real good job. So, um, and I, and I'm and like I say, I almost didn't watch that shit, and I was kind of glad I did. Although if I wouldn't have watched it, I wouldn't it wouldn't I wouldn't have lost real sleep. Actually, I would have nah. got sleep clearly because I was playing on going to sleep early. <laughs> so I really would have got some sleep. Like so. you literally would not have lost no sleep. <laughs> yeah, no, but I really I was I was planning on going to sleep early. Uh, but it, it was it was cool. It was uh, it was cool. But did you yeah. watch? I, I I don't know if um, I don't know if you were you watching on your phone at the end or were you watching on like the fight app, like at the very end of it? I was watching on the uh, TV. So, yeah. Did you see like did you get like a like a like a post event 
interview yeah. session. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. So whoever this guy was, he was interviewing all these various different celebrities. And I didn't know that there were so many people who wanted a Drake versus Kanye versus. Ah, yeah, I saw that and too. I was I, like, okay. I heard, I heard that, and I was like, maybe this is just me, and I'm just out of the loop because I didn't know that that was a thing that people were kind of like clamoring for. But that would be incredible. And I don't, I can't stand Drake, but man, that nigga has hits. <laughs> and no, like he a has Drake. Hits. A Drake versus Kanye would be incredible. I think Drake versus Kanye would be better than like, uh, like Jay Z versus Nas or Jay Z, who like whatever other ones people talk about, like that involve Jay Z or something like that. I feel like Drake versus Kanye would be like the best one ever, because like those two have just so many fucking hits. I feel like Drake has probably more hits than Kanye, but I feel like Kanye's hits are better than Drake's hits in quality. So I just I, like, man, I would be so interested to see that. Yeah, I think, um, to, yeah, to your point, I, I think early, early Kanye would definitely uh, would be would, would do well. Um, and I think a lot of his later stuff would be interesting. But overall, I think that would that could potentially be the one of the bigger matchups that who, who people will actually do it. Now, did you see the uh, the tweets about uh um, Diddy saying that Jermaine Dupri uh, d- don't have the uh, the reach to do it uh, <laughs> to do a, a a versus. No, I didn't see that. Like with him or just in general? No, with him. He said he don't have it with him. Hmm. I didn't see those tweets, but I mean. Uh... I- I think he I think he would do well. I mean, you think of the shit from Mariah to to to, to Bow Wow to all of, a lot of people that he produced. I think he could do well. I think he could do well. I think I think Diddy is un, under underestimating uh, Dupree. I I, I think I, I think so too. <laughs> I, I, and I'm not saying that I feel like Jermaine Dupree or Dupree would win. Like I'd have to like think about it really hard because like when you think about it. When you think about Jermaine Dupri, you kind of feel like, oh, I don't know. But then, like you said, like Mariah and Jagged Edge or or, or taking it to rap Bow Wow or Criss Cross or the Brat, like like So So Def, like had a time period. I mean, even even it, JD did uh fucking uh the the joint with Jay Z, the money ain't a thing. That shit that was my shit, dog. Yep. So I'm like, I don't know. And then I think of Diddy, and I'm like, okay, well, I think of his shit, and I think of Big. And then I'm like, but then he got like even like like Craig Mack, like, like he got other shit like too. Like Diddy though. tweeted, because this is a this is a uh a, a either a Twitter or Instagram like interaction between uh Diddy and and JD, and I, <laughs> Diddy said something to the effect of, um, "All I got to do is play my Biggie and Mary J hits," and I was no, like, "That's not enough. That's not enough. That's not enough." Granted, that's, that was a good one, but it's just not enough, though. So no, he'd have to go a little farther <laughs> than that. But um, I think, just off the top of the head, I feel like Diddy probably wins that. But I don't think it's what I don't think it's how he think it's gonna go. <laughs> like I think, I think it's gonna be a lot closer than he think it would be. Yeah, it'd be. It'd be I, I feel like he's. I feel like he's not even taking into account like shit like crisscross and shit like that. Like I like. He, 
I don't know, man. I feel like that'd be an interesting matchup, dog. <laughs> Bro, so I just so I just did a I did a I searched uh Domain Dupree's production discography just to look up some of the, the bigger names or just all of it. Like he has songs from Usher, Jagged Edge, Mace Usher, Escape, uh... Destiny's Child, Mac 10, Cameron, uh fuck, Mariah Carey, TLC, mm, uh, TLC UGK, yeah. uh yeah it, it goes long man so yeah i feel like diddy would be like how you felt rizza shit was we like yeah, man i, I didn't realize RZA did all that shit yep, i feel like that's yep. what would happen with jermaine dupree yeah like we would go in as i'm scrolling being, as i'm scrolling through this list i'm like damn like even this shit from fabulous to janet jackson Mm-hmm. Uh shit, Donnell Jones. Yeah. yeah, they and they dated. Yeah. Uh even a 3LW in this bitch. Uh <laughs> <laughs> promises, promises. Right, exactly. The <laughs> Isley brothers. Uh yeah, I, I, I think uh because cause because uh Diddy was saying the only person he would go against was Dre. Uh mm. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah i'm just like nah, come on nah. i think you, you really really underestimate this guy nah. yeah i think diddy is uh, i mean he's always come off like an arrogant ass dude but i feel like your confidence needs to be measured when you're talking about somebody like jermaine dupree or dr dre like yeah diddy you did your thing but i feel like especially with dr dre i feel like you can get Dr. Dre has hits across many different even genres, not just like his own shit or death row shit. Like he has, he has, fuck, he has a hit with Gwen Stefani and fucking Eve, dog. Like he's got, he's got hits too. But I feel like where I feel like Dre wins that because I feel like Diddy's best stuff is no match for Dre's best stuff. Like I, 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 I don't like he, you could play your most banging biggie track and he can play some shit off the chronic or some shit off doggy style some even some shit off uh dog food like i don't know I, I just so fucking uh tupac shit like now nah, dog <laughs> i feel like dre might watch that nigga dog and it's like not even because diddy don't have hits or not like that but i feel like he's uh, like he's underestimating the timelessness of, of dr dre shit like and then that's not even talking about like eminem shit uh sh- shit that was on shady aftermath period uh, fucking uh, 50 Cent. Like, nah, dog. <laughs> I don't think Dr. Dre goes very well for Diddy. Yeah, yeah, I think he's just... And I think just to start the... the, the, the I guess the, the the star quality of a Diddy versus a Dre, maybe Diddy just don't feel like he's equal to a lot of these other guys. And and honestly, I think I Pharrell... Like honestly, I think, I think Pharrell to give Diddy a run for his money shit, so... I, I think JD is a good matchup for Diddy. Oh, he is. I think he is. I think he's I a think great Dre, matchup. I think Dre is a good matchup for, like, Timbaland or something. Yeah, I can see that, too. Because that's another that. one where Timbaland has bangers across genres, like, not even just across hip-hop. Just like JD, like, he has hits across genres. I can see like, this, I can fucking see. Timbaland can pull out Nelly Furtado and shit, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, he I got all kinds of shit. I can see Diddy, like, the only person I can go for is Dilla, and he's dead or some crazy shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dude. Speaking of uh, dumbass takes, look, can we talk about Memphis Bleak short <laughs> for, for a brief period? How Memphis Bleak's <laughs> how Memphis Bleak said there's nobody that could compete with Jay-Z other than Big. <laughs> like, okay. Like, do you realize that Big only... <laughs> One, do you realize Big is dead? <laughs> he can't For participate one, in versus. He can't participate in shit. 
That's the most important part. As big as that's, dead. That's the part, most important part. <laughs> and secondly, <laughs> and secondly, he only got two albums, dog. Like, I mean, yeah, he's got features and shit like that, but he only got two albums, dog. Like, you can't say. And these, like, he preceded that by saying that Nas don't have enough hits. I'm like, them niggas How? got the same amount of albums, dog. They got the same amount of albums. Nas got a double, and like, not like you could look at like, yeah, Nas has some uh had a slow period, but so did Jay Z. He had a slow period too, like in the middle. Like he, like he didn't really come back. I, I don't think like until that uh that four 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 album, because like maybe that's a little bit too late. But like, yeah, he had that later. slow period. Yeah. That fucking uh, I mean, that, King, that period Kingdom around come. Kingdom Come and Magna yeah. Carta, Holy Grail, and like he had he had a slow period too, dog. So like, who Memphis Bleak is on some other shit, dog. I mean, like, I, like I said I, on Twitter, I, I'm I like, he's too many years I, of wearing his do rag too tight. But the problem is, it's like you he can still be Jay Z will win and just and add and say that Nas will be the person he could do it with. Yes, like it, yes. it, it's not even like he has to shade Nas. Because exactly. he can always he, he can say winner. yeah he can still say I think Jigga pull it out but Nas got the hits for it man like that, that was just stupid because I just didn't understand unless he has like some some beef with Nas there's no other reason even and again like we were talking about earlier you got to put your biases aside the, the truth and facts is, exactly. is what it is so yeah that's my biggie big, even yeah. even putting my own personal bias aside Nas one of my all-time favorite rappers I don't particularly like Jay-Z I respect Jay-Z but I don't particularly like Jay-Z but I do think Jay-Z would probably win that mm-hmm. if I'm being if I'm being perfectly honest I feel like Jay-Z would probably win that and that's me again as a Nas fan saying I feel like Jay-Z would probably win so I'm like come on dog like <laughs> Like, niggas just got to be honest, dog. Like, saying that you don't even got to say that you think Nas will win, but say, like, you feel like that'd be a good matchup and that Jay-Z will win. Like, like acknowledging that Nas is a good matchup don't make you less Jay-Z's friend, like, or whatever y'all relationship is nowadays. Like, it don't make you less of a friend to say that Nas is a good matchup. Like, if you say, like, man, I think Nas will watch Jay-Z. Okay, well, maybe Jay-Z going to call you, like, why are you going to say that on TV, dog? Right, <laughs> but like, right. But, like, like, like you don't got to be like, yeah, Nas ain't even got enough hits to compete with Jay-Z. Like, okay, you you definitely don't need his dick in your mouth that hard right now. Like, you can you can pull it out for a moment and acknowledge that Nas got a fuck ton of hits, too, dog, and that Nas is a fucking legend. Uh, and, then, and then say that, but that Big is the only competition. Somebody who has significantly less hits, like... Who just doesn't he just doesn't have the catalog? He has the talent, but he doesn't have the catalog. He just don't. Like, be honest with that. He has a two albums, one of them's a double. That's it. Like, come on, dog. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm not even understanding this weird like reverence to, to big in that respect. It didn't even it, it like, yeah, I, I I didn't get it. I didn't get it at all. Didn't so um all. speaking of odd reverence, we gotta talk about Icky Minaj, dog. E- yeah, she yeah, she icky, dog. We gotta talk about Icky Minaj, dog. Um, so uh to to kind of I, I saved the tweets on my phone, so I'm gonna read them. But what bothered me the most about this whole Nicki Minaj situation is again the the lack of of honesty that people are having. Uh people who are criticizing her, some of them are not even being honest. Like it's just like media just like going over the top with shit. But then she's not being honest either. And the part that bothers, that's the part that bothers me the most. And I saw it on both sides. So I'm going to read a few of Nicki Minaj's tweets. And then we could talk about the tweets themselves. And then I want to talk about some of the responses to the tweets from both her and from uh, 
some media outlets because she's not being honest with her tweets neither. And I think I saw her say something like, uh, uh, y'all just need to read my tweets. They still up. Like, just read the tweets, just read the tweets. And then I'm scrolling her timeline and it goes from like one day ago to four days ago. So I'm like, so you deleted all them tweets there. But like, I could still like, if I see a link in an article to the tweet and I click it, then I can see the tweet. But if I'm scrolling her timeline, it's not there. So I don't, I don't know how that works, but, um, let me read some of these tweets. So um, I didn't save them in order. So that kind of fucks me up. But um, I'm going to read the two that were not in response to anything. And then there are two more that are, that are in response to uh, something that a fan tweeted to her. So she said, they want you to get vaccinated for the Met, Met Gala, that is. If I get vaccinated, it won't, it won't, well, she meant to say it won't be for the Met. It'll be once I feel I've done enough research. I'm working on that now. In the meantime, my loves, be safe. Wear the mask with two strings that grips your head and face, not that loose one. I don't even know what she's referring to. Um, <laughs> then this is the one that this is the one that really set it off. My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision. Not bullied. So I'm, I'm just going to read all the tweets and then we can talk about them. Um, so then someone tweeted at her basically talking about how she didn't go anywhere because of COVID uh, as in like being out in public and shit. And then she said, love you, babe. I was prepping for the VMAs when I shot a video and guess who got COVID? I'm assuming herself. Do you know what it is not to be able to kiss or hold your tiny baby for over a week? A baby who is only used to his mama get, and she put get vaccinated in quotes. Drake had just told me he got COVID with the vaccine, though. So, child, and that's the tweet. And then last one, um, somebody said they had to get the vaccination for their job. And she said, I know, babe, a lot of countries won't let people work without the vaccine. I definitely recommend they get the vaccine. They have to feed their families. I'm sure I'll be vaccinated as well because I have to go on tour, etc. So there is a lot of disingenuous reactions to that. I'm going to start with Nikki's. She try, she's doing something that I hate when people do this. They say, I didn't say that when their tweet says that without saying it directly. Like they act like it's such a, it's so intellectually dishonest to act like you didn't say something when that's what you were saying. You just didn't say those exact words. And that's the kind of shit she's pulling right now. Like you can't say, let me, let me read this here. My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. You can't say that you are not saying that you think the vaccine causes impotence and, te and testicle swelling. Because if you don't believe that, then why, what was the point of telling that story? Right. Exactly. Like, so, like, so, yes, you didn't say, I think the vaccine causes impotence. No, you did not say that. But don't talk to me like I'm a fucking idiot. Like, what's the point of telling that story? Like that, like if you don't believe that or if you don't think that's a possibility, why'd you tell that story? Like, so like, don't fucking lie. Dog. And then she's like, oh, I said I would get the vaccine. No, what you said is you will get the vaccine because you have to go on tour and that you would recommend people get the vaccine because they need to work. That to me sounds like you don't get the, you're not getting the vaccine because you think it's the right thing to do. You will get the vaccine because you need to make money. So it's a sacrifice that you're making to get the vaccine so that you could keep making money. That's that's not that's that's not the same as being pro vaccine. That's like I'm begrudgingly getting it so that I don't go broke. Like <laughs> that's not the same thing. So you can't be like I was telling people to get the vaccine. Like 
not really. <laughs> like, no. Like, you, you kind of did, but not really. And then I saw uh, Joy Ann Reed reply to it saying that, like, oh, you out here telling people to not get the vaccine and you got all these followers. You out here telling people to not get the vaccine. That's ridiculous. And I don't know how you did. She also did not say to people to not get the vaccine. She didn't do that either. So I'm like, why, do, why can't people just discuss the reality? Like she's she's lying about her reality because she got snapped on about it and the media ran with it. But at the same time, the media don't got to report shit she didn't say either. What she said is bad enough. Report on that. Say like, oh, she told this story about her fucking cousin's friend getting swollen testicles and impotent uh, within the context of the vaccine. You don't have to say like she told people not to get it. She didn't say that. Like <laughs> and she said it. She didn't even say she wasn't going to get it. She just told a stupid ass story that implies that she wasn't going to get it. Right. She alluded like, to it, but she technically did say it. And to say she did is really in- ingenuous. Yeah, man. So like that whole thing bothered Disingenuous, me. Excuse me. Not ingenuous. Yeah. And then um, what was the other thing that, that irritated me? Oh, uh, shit. It just came to me and I lost it. Let me look at the tweets again. Um, no other countries definitely get the vaccine. I recommend getting it. They have to feed their families. That's not it. Uh, Trinidad. Oh, oh, about doing her research. That's what bothered me. What the fuck does that even mean at this point? Like, well, no, what the fuck does that mean? Period. Like, I, I, I feel like she said, uh, I, I, it'll, I, if, if I get the vaccine, it won't be for the Met. It'll be once I feel like I've done enough research. What the fuck have you been doing for the past year and a half? If you feel like you need to do do more research, like what have you been doing? This whole time, like you ain't had enough time to do research already. And then, what does that even mean? Like, what do you do? What is re- what does research mean to Nicki Nicki Minaj? Like, is she gonna like? Is she is she trying to convince me that she's like reading scientific journals and shit, or like she's in the fucking lab, uh, testing out fucking vaccines and shit? No, her research, just like any other person who doesn't want to get the vaccine, is going on YouTube and looking for conspiracy theories that already confirm what you already don't want to do. Like, don't fucking pass yourself off as some like, fucking holier than now ass research scientist when all you doing is just looking for shit that's going to confirm what you already already want to hear. That's the same thing that all these anti-vaxxers already do. And they, they say, like, I'm doing my research. And then they try to be like, oh, if you're not doing your research, you're a sheep. Like, you're not doing no motherfucking research, nigga. You ain't out here reading fucking uh, scientific journals and shit and medical reports and all this kind of shit. You read, you watching YouTube videos that tell you that there's something in, in vaccines that make you grow a tail or some shit. Like, oh, I, said, I didn't know. I knew it. Vaccines make you grow a tail. Like, get the fuck out of here with this. I'm doing research. You can't fire off all them dumbass tweets and expect me to think that you're doing some diligent fucking research and shit. And that's why you haven't got it yet. Like, no, dog. if you haven't got the vaccine by now, it's because you don't want to. It's not because you're still out here fucking sitting in the library going through the Dewey Decimal System, look at fucking books about <laughs> books about vaccines, nigga. Like, no, you, that's not that's not your research. You that's that's you being smart enough to know that you shouldn't say I'm anti-vax or I don't want vaccines, but dumb enough to think that to just parrot what other people are saying, like, oh, I'm going to do research like it's so it's so disingenuous, dog. Like you are not about to do no fucking research, man. Like, can y'all stop fronting like like you out here doing something serious when all you're doing is reading BuzzFeed and shit? Like, come on, man. Yeah, the whole do your research thing is always weird because I, people that say I want to do my research are people that are not pro vaccine, pro vaccination. And then it's like to your point, and I feel like I'm just regarding what you were saying. 
uh, where are they even looking? Like, are you, what do you consider, what do you even consider credible if you're still doing research? Because it, we're, we're what, almost a, a year and three fourths into this now? Mm-hmm. Uh, like what, what it's been tons, it's, it's tons of information that, you know, I should, I just seen a TikTok explaining what the fuck, like we've gotten to the, in, in our age and times where there are TikToks fully. And it was from, from the TikTok I saw, it was like a breakdown of how when COVID into your, into your body, how the antibodies work and all that other crazy shit. And it was like detailed as fuck. And I'm like, you can find this shit on TikTok if you really were looking for <laughs> actual, <TikTok. laughs> like fucking TikTok. Like I saw that, I was like, damn, that's an interesting one. Cause it was like really detailed. And it was like three minutes long and shit. Like she went through the whole process. I wish I could, I wish I knew that, wish I knew where I've seen that at. Um, it was one of them TikTok. You ever seen the TikToks where someone poses some random question and then it goes into the person answering or some shit? That's how it no, was. Not really. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, my wife sends me like three TikToks a day and shit. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So I was just like, so I don't. I, yeah. To your point, um, where, where are you? What are you researching? Where are you researching? Like because it's we're we're in this almost two years. Um, and excuse me, it's tons of fucking information um on what vaccines is what they do uh they don't enlarge your balls um never heard that one um in this whole time of of vaccine conspiracies uh impotence and big balls has not been one of the one of the side effects so and, yeah, and, and I, oh go ahead no i would say and the what i really hate most about this is that how the news is really taking off with this shit i've seen so many articles uh, on Nicki Minaj and this whole thing, and I'm like, she's never been in the news for anything other than music, and then her other than her rapey ass husband and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and people talk about doing the research, and you're doing the same research that I'm doing. Well, well, you should be doing the same research I'm doing, which is really just reading the research of people who are more qualified to know the shit than I am. So, like, that's my research is what do the people who actually studied this shit say about this? That's what the research is. If that's, if that's the research you should be doing, and if you're doing that research, you should be arriving at the conclusion that you should get the vaccine. So what research are you doing that is supposedly going to land you in a place where you go, ah, I don't feel like this is safe. I've done a lot of research and I don't think this is safe because there is no research that says that not any real research, not from anybody who actually, uh, you know, studies this shit from like an epidemiologist, like they're not going to be out here like, yeah, you know what? This COVID vaccine is trash. Like no one's saying that other than the people who already believe that without any research in the first place. So again, you only read in the research that confirms what you already want to do, not the research that actually uh, relays the facts. And then she goes, uh, Drake got it and he had the vaccine. Like, <laughs> it's so frustrating, dog, because nobody ever said getting the vaccine is going to make you invincible, dog. Like, nobody's ever said that. So, like, going like Drake got the vaccine and he still got it. Is Drake dead? No? Well, I guess his vaccine worked in. Did, did, did Drake, Drake go to did, the hospital and end up on a ventilator? Say, no? Then I guess his vaccine worked in. Like, so, what? like, Bruh, my, how are my, you my... using that as proof when nobody said that that was what was going to happen? Like, oh, if you get the vaccine, you, you definitely not going to get the shit. Nobody ever said that, man. My my brother in law is uh, anti vaxxer, and it's really because his wife is anti vaxxer, and he's always posting these random ass 
uh, I'm gonna call them jokes, but memes against vaccines and shit. I want to be like, dog, you've been admitted for alcohol abuse minimum multiple times in the hospital you're not doing the right things for your body so you need to stay out this conversation right but- <laughs> you're gonna put something but you're not gonna put something in it that's gonna help you based on the research of people who actually like went to college for this kind of shit right he's like he, phd he, motherfuckers that actually study vaccines and viruses that say hey this is perfectly fine to take and then like what did what did you read nigga who's had alcohol dependency what did you read that told you that this vaccine is not safe to put in your body. Would you what what Joe Budden tweets? Is that what you read? I don't know if Joe Budden is anti-vax, but I'm, I, I just I, when I thought of stupid niggas, Joe Budden is the first one that came to mind. So hey, I was I, like, I, Joe I'm, not against, I'm not I'm not against that. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I don't man. It's so like I said, it's also disingenuous. Everybody just wants to uh, relay whatever quote-unquote facts serve their own means and. It goes from people like Nicki Minaj who want to tweet about her cousin's friend, the Trinidad. And it goes to people like Joanne Reed, who uh, she wants to be that super pro left and, and super pro vaccine person. And it's going to be like, oh, Nicki Minaj, how dare you tell people not to get the vaccine? Like, OK, well, that's not what she did either. Yes, she's dumb. But like, let's not put anything on her that she didn't say. It's the same stuff I, I would do about Trump every now and then. I'll be like, OK, Trump didn't actually say that. There's nine million things that Trump has said and done that you can be like, man, look at this stupid motherfucker all the time. He does says and does shit that you can give him shit for. Why are you making up extra shit to put on him just because you want to be anti Trump? Like stick to the things that he's actually said and done. And it's the same thing with that shit, dog. Like you don't got to put extra shit on Nicki Minaj. Like what she actually said was dumb enough for you to rail on that. Like, just go in on that. Like, why did you bring up this Trinidad cousin friend or whatever uh, within the context of a vaccine conversation if that's not what you were trying to get at? Like, don't play me for a fucking fool. Say something like that. But don't be out here saying, like, she's like, yeah, y'all better not get no vaccine because that shit make your balls big. Like, she didn't say that neither. So I'm like, just be real about whatever is going on, dog. And Nicki Minaj was like, just read my tweets. That's not what I said. Bitch, that is what you said. And that's why the tweets ain't there no more. Because you know that's what you said. Like, But you just didn't say directly vaccines might make you impotent. Since you didn't tweet those exact words doesn't mean that you could say, I didn't say vac- I think vaccines make you impotent. Because if you didn't feel that way, why would you put that out there in the first fucking place? So like, it, man, people just being so fucking fake about this shit. And that's why we're fucking doomed. Because nobody's going to be honest about shit and just look at what's actually happening, what the reality of the situation is. It's all so political. It's also divisive. It's also if you get the vaccine, uh, then you are super left and super liberal. And uh, it's your job to come down on everybody else. And if you don't get the vaccine, then it's the, the same thing. You're super right and you're coming down on everybody else and you're right is in right wing. And then also right is incorrect. And everybody on the left is wrong. And it's like, there's a space that exists in the middle, which is actual the actual reality and just live in there and criticize or accept the things that people are actually saying or the actual real research or the actual real facts, or even just be honest and be like, I'm just not comfortable with it. Like, I like, yes, I see that, you know, everything says it's fine, but I'm just squeamish about it. Or I have issues with getting to a vaccine site or I, I have needles, uh, scared of needles or whatever the fuck it might be. But don't sit out there and be like, yeah, vaccines make you grow a tail. Like, that's not a thing. Like, no, that's not a thing. Yeah. 
that was a that was a conversation that I was having with my mom and my sister early in the year because my mom was and I talked about it before. My mom and my sister were eligible early on. My mom was eligible like in January because she works at a daycare, and then my sister became eligible in like March when I was as eligible because of being an auto worker, and so you know, the conversations have my mom is like, you know, you know, she was worried because she had, this was right around the time when the J and J vax, uh, vaccination was having, they had like seven issues of like, uh, blood clocks or some shit like that. And my mom has a history of that. So I'm like, well, I think it's just J and J minds, not the other ones, but I was, you know, and I'm, I'm not trying to, and I wasn't trying to like, you know, I don't know, beat them down over it, but I was just really pushing it. So I was showing her, you know, trying to show her different stuff. And then finally they just came, they, they came around, you know, months later, but, you know, and, and it wasn't the weird shit, like, you know, girl tail and shit like that. It was like, you know, just, it was just hesitant. Nobody has said that. Yeah, I know. That. I, know <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying it wasn't, I'm not just saying they, they didn't have any wild thoughts of, of it, but it was just, you know, it was just a lot of hesitance and shit, you know, and I was just like, I understand, mom, but you know, you're you're in danger every day at this fucking daycare because they had like they had like three or four cases where every time they had a case, they had to shut down for two weeks. Everybody get tested. Luckily, she never got it, thank God. And then you know they would come back and it would you know happen all over fucking again. So um, yeah, but they finally got it, and then you know they got it. I think like May or June. And then like one, like one day my mom called me like almost crying, like, you know, I want to thank you for, you know, pushing us to get it because, you know, we, we just wasn't thinking and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I wouldn't go stop until y'all did something shit. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I was trying to not talk to y'all Negroes, but uh, y'all was, y'all was making it real hard for a brother over here. But, you know, <clears throat> I think people got their hangouts, you know, some people have legit hangups um, on it or legit questions, but you know, it's tons of fucking information on this shit. It's, it's, it's not like it's a, it's a secret book on what the fuck's going on and shit, you know, tons of shit. And I looked up a lot of shit before I got it. I looked up tons of shit, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to understand it more because I realized that I didn't really have much of a clue of how vaccines work. Like I thought, and I, and I hate to admit it, but for the sake of just being transparent, I was always under the assumption when they talked about the flu vaccine that you actually had the flu in your system, not the antibodies to fight it. And so I had that weird understanding of it. And I was just like, how was I wrong thinking this for so fucking long? But I never really had to deal with a, a fucking uh, something that's killing, killing five, six hundred thousand people in my lifetime either. So, you know. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, like, the research that's out there is not like it's not it, the research itself is not biased. The research itself is just unbiased, scientific, factual research. But the problem is that it's become so politicized that people look at vaccines as being a Democrat thing. And it's like, oh, I don't fuck with Democrats and I don't fuck with the liberals and they're all about the vaccine. So I'm not going to get that shit. And I got and then you got motherfucking Republican politicians talking about uh yeah, you know, it's your right to not get a vaccine and, and personal choice and all this kind of shit. Meanwhile, they outlaw abortions. But like, you know, it's your personal choice and all this kind of shit. So it's like they make it a they they make it a political thing as if as if like getting a vaccine makes you a Democrat and not getting one makes you a Republican. It's not a political thing. There's no 
you know, the virus doesn't look at your political affiliations or who you voted for. Neither, neither does the research. It's not Democratic research. It's not Republican research. It's scientists doing their job. It's people who deal with viruses and deal with diseases and deal with vaccinations for a living. They went to school for it. And who they voted for is not a factor in their research. And who they voted for does not matter because it doesn't change the science. And people, but politicians have allowed this to become a political thing. And that's why it's so divided. And like, that's the biggest problem, dog. People can't, it's just like what we were saying about the music. People can't separate their political affiliations from the actual facts regarding viruses and diseases and vaccines. That shit's not biased, dog. Like, I, I, that's what drives me crazy about it, man. Like, just, just look at the shit. Like, it's not about fucking Republican or Democrat. It's not. Like if and that's why you got there. There are Republicans who say you should get the vaccine like it's not it's not a political thing. But then you got the the really far right motherfuckers, the ones who are just like who who are really they probably don't even believe it. And they're probably vaccinated themselves. But they know that they got people who are that stupid who are, are going to just side with them no matter what. So if they say get the vaccine, people are going to look at that like, oh, that's some Democrat shit. Oh, I'm not voting for that motherfucker no more. And they're more concerned with keeping their power than they are with making sure that the people who uh, the people who are in their who their constituents or whatever, making sure their constituents are doing what's right for them and what's safe for them. They got to make it a political thing because they know like it's a whole lot of dumb motherfuckers out there who are anti-vaccine and who think it's a political thing. So I got to go up here and be anti-vaccine and, and say all this crazy shit. And that's just what I got to do if because that's what the people who vote for me want to hear. And that is the wrong reason to get into politics is to just say what the people want to hear instead of saying what the reality is. And that's 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 how power corrupts. They say absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. It's 100 percent true. Dog. People get into that shit for the power. They get the power and then they want to keep it and they will keep it at all costs, even if it's to, even if it's to the detriment of uh, the people who will vote for them, if it's to the detriment of children, like whatever it is, if if, if, if it's your your job to to serve your constituent not serve your constituents but to say what they want to hear you will get up there and be like yeah guns 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 and we need to have these guns and your amendments are being violated if we do gun control and gun gun guns 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 and it doesn't like they know that's what their people want to hear and dead children be damned who gives a fuck and like that that's the that's the ugliness of politics that just really i wish we just had more people who would just be honest with the shit uh, and just be real but they just want to keep that they want to keep that power and they will it doesn't matter who dies it doesn't matter who gets sick it doesn't matter who goes who who you know goes broke paying for fucking medical bills it, none of that matters as long as they say the things that will get the dumb people who are who are lemmings who will just follow them regardless to continue to vote for them so they can keep their seats that's all that matters and all the people that die because they give false information fuck them that's how they look at it. And that's why it's it's disgusting. And that's why we're that's why we're never going to get past this. It's going to be forever before this goes away. And the country is going to continue to be more and more divided because we're making things that are science and fact and research based uh, into political beliefs and opinions. And they're not beliefs and opinions. They're facts. Couldn't have said it better. Couldn't have said it better. I'm out here, man. This, me using my mic got me fired up now. I'm like, niggas gonna be able to hear me clearly now. <laughs> you gonna hear this shit. 
Shit, man. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better, man. Couldn't have said it better. Um, so I, I wanted to talk about the Met Gala briefly. Did you okay. look at any of the pictures from that? I saw a few of them. Yeah. Yeah. I've always wondered what what is the Met Gala? <laughs> like every year when it happens, all you see on Twitter is what the motherfuckers is wearing. So is it a fashion show for the guests? Like, do they go and, and like it, like so you at the Oscars, right? Celebrities show up to the Oscars in their finest clothes. They're walking the red carpet. Everybody's like, who are you wearing? And you know, all this kind of shit. It's talking about fashion. And then they go inside the, the Chinese theater and then they watch the Oscar ceremony. So what happens with the do they go into a building and then then what? So, is it a party? Like, I, I, what is it? So this is a brief write up when I looked it up and I, I didn't know this either. So I'm, I'm not coming to this with shit I knew. The Met Gala, formerly called the Costume Institute Gala or the Costume Institute Benefit, also known as the Met Ball, is an annual fundraising gala for the benefit of the Metro Museum of Art Costumes in New York City. So, yes, mm-hmm. it's a lot of uh, costume based shit. So it's a fundraiser, essentially. So it does sound like a kind of like a, a fundraiser ass fashion show. Essentially, yes. Yes. So do they do they but I still wonder, like, so do they show up at a venue and then go in and there's a party or is it really just, hey, so look what I'm wearing. That I don't know. It. And it probably take, take me too long to read it. But yeah, yeah all I've seen is almost like it. the. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, it's like <laughs> it's like a red carpet. It's like a long ass red carpet like scene. And then I don't know what they do. I know they have tables because they sit and they go in a in a facility. I know they have tables because I was reading something about um, Lewis Hamilton, you know, the race race car driver um, had bought uh, paid for a table for some uh, um, some black artists or some shit like that. Some uh, some. So he bought a table for some emerging um, fashion designers because tables can run up to two hundred seventy five thousand. Um, but. A lot of times, the, the from what I was reading yesterday or something like that, uh, the fashion designers who want these certain people to wear their stuff, they would pay for that shit. And so yeah. just to advertise their stuff. That makes sense, though. Um, but yeah, but this is the, the last 40 seconds. This is the most I've ever learned about it. But like I said, I knew that there was a table, but I don't know what goes on in these in this event. So, yeah, that's that's a good question. <laughs> And then uh, additionally, every time I see Lil Nas X, I kind of like him a little bit more because like that nigga wore some wild ass shit to that thing. And I don't know why, but I, I, I dig the fact that he will confidently wear some shit that he, or do some shit that he knows is going to like make people uncomfortable. And like for some reason, I just respect that, uh, like the fact that as a as a young black man he ain't got no problem wearing some shit that the black community would be like that that they would look at questionably like and he's gay so he like he don't even have no reason to to feel any kind of way about people going like oh this nigga gay he ain't got no reason to feel bad about that but like i, I don't I know the hope, fact man, that he does that shit is like kind of brave to me dog like this it's, nigga it's brave would wear, wear whatever it's, the fuck it's brave i just hope that his mental health is good enough to to take all of the attention that he gets because i really don't think he cared uh like, i mean I, and he might don't i just hope he's good you know what i'm saying because it's just it's just that's a lot 
of attention, positive and negative, you know, that he's been, I mean, dealing with a goofy ass fucking uh, Boosie, Boosie. And, <laughs> and, you know, all of the shit, you know, it, it's just a lot of fucking, that's a lot of energy. And I just hope the dude's good. I mean, he, he seems like he's, he's doing well. I mean, you know, hopefully, you know, he's, he's doing well, you know, outwardly and, you know, by himself, you know what I mean? But, you know, it just seemed like a, it's a lot of, lot of energy, but he seems to be uh, maneuvering it well. So uh, did you see your girl, Bay OC? Oh yeah. Yeah, I did. It was her uh, the, uh, tax the rich. Tax dress, the rich yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she's been catching. I haven't read a lot of it, but I guess she's been catching it for just going. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Man, the people, people really hate her. And I, I, man, I don't, I don't get it. Duh. Like, I mean, I, I get, I mean, I get it. I understand why people hate her. I don't agree with it. I don't think it's like valid, but it makes sense that there is a constituent of right wing people who she's just going to irk them kind of like the same. Well, no, I'm not going to, nope, I'm not even going to say it, but um, <laughs> I was about to compare her to like a right wing person that left wing people hate, like somebody like Tucker Carlson, but like, yeah, no, Tucker Carlson is, is no, it's not, it's not, it's not an African. I guess the thing I don't get the like the like the I was seeing like a lot of the and I didn't read nothing too too in depth, you know. Uh, but it was just people against her going. I'm thinking like, what the fuck is she supposed to do all day? Like, <laughs> like you can't go out, you can't go to a fucking concert, you can't go to a, a, a event. Like, what the fuck? They should she be on fucking Capitol Hill right now, fucking pulling a filibuster or some shit? Like, what the fuck is she? <laughs> What is the what is she supposed to be doing all the fucking time? Like I, I, I didn't get I didn't get that. I didn't get it at all. Um some uh let me see. So so I'm reading I I picked up uh pick uh clicked the article and uh I guess someone was saying that you know she's held to a unique standard because the people expect more from her and People are disappointed in her behavior outside of this context. It seems blah blah blah, and I just don't get like what the fuck they expect to not attend some shit. Like what? <laughs> like not what, supposed what? To go to that? Like, you're just not supposed to go. Like I don't. I don't get it. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Don't like, did she miss some invoke, important vote in Congress at 9 p.m. on a weekday? Right. <laughs> like, I right. don't think so. Speaking of missing a vote, did you read that it's a? I don't know if it's the Alaska governor, uh, or. But uh, no, it's not a governor because she's a. Uh, uh, that's a it's a guy who's Alaska governor. But whoever it was this Alaska official couldn't get to a place to vote because she had to fly, and um, she was banned from the only airline that goes to that place because she didn't want to wear a mask. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh well, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, nigga. Bruh, I was just like, that's that's amazing, and I'm glad I'm I'm glad that the shit fucked up for. Her. Me too. Sounds like somebody who we don't want voting. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Anyway, and I can't think of her name. I know she's some kind of Alaska official, but whoever it was, she was supposed to fly somewhere in Alaska, but she got banned, so she couldn't get there and shit. So, <laughs> yeah, man, I feel like that dude, man, Boosie, Boosie, remind me of. Uh, the one nigga on Twitter that we be talking about. What's his name? Ahmed Akeem. Oh, yeah, oh. he reminded me of that dude. Uh, like one of those dudes who's just so hyper masculine that you f- you feel like they must have done something gay in their life or had something gay done to them, and they're super self conscious about it. 
like the how concerned Boosie is with Lil Nas X is is, is just mind boggling to me. Like, and, and it shows that you don't even have like the standard fucking intellect to realize that the more you talk about him, the more questionable you look, not the more questionable he looks. He's doing his own thing, living his own life, being who he want to be. And why are you just concerned with another man? There is no man on earth that I am concerned about to the level that Boosie is concerned about Lil Nas X. <laughs> like, why do you care about this nigga so much, dog? Now, that's why I'm like, I guarantee that like, I, I feel the same way about Akeem. Like, I, I guarantee a dick has tickled your tonsils or your prostate at some point in your life, and you're super self-conscious about it. So now you got to be like, go to the complete opposite end of the spectrum and just rail on gay people or rail on women or whatever the case may be. Because, like, there's just no way. Like, why do you care so much about people that got nothing to do with you? What, what gets me with him is that him and the people that follow, like, his whole rhetoric of things, you know, anytime something is 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 gay or uh, on tv or something like that you you always i always see these posts about you know um i don't want my kids to be exposed your kids should be exposed to shit. but you 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 promote like high heterosexuality with the younger people just way too early anyway like didn't he say that he said his like th- 12 or 13 year old son to get some head at a, for his birthday yeah, so basically you got it you basically got your 12 year old son raped Right. Sexually assaulted, excuse me. Yeah. But uh yeah, like come on, dude. You you're you're promoting this high level of fucking heterosexuality, and that shit's not cool at all. Like you want the fucking 12-year-old to be fucking and getting head. Um, and you think that's cool? Like, come on, dude. Like, come the fuck on. Yeah, it, it's so it's so it's just so obvious what they're doing, man, and just how uncomfortable they are with themselves. And it, like, I feel like you uncomfortable with your own sexuality at that point. Like, you just can't be like, as as a, a as a straight man myself, I have never felt any kind of way about what a what another man is doing, and what a, especially what another man is doing with his dick. Like, that is of no concern to me whatsoever. I don't care where any other man puts his dick. If he puts it in a woman, if he puts it in a man, it ain't got nothing to do with me. It doesn't affect my life. It doesn't affect my perception of sexuality or my perception of my own sexuality. Nothing. So I don't understand how you can be a fully straight guy and be so concerned with what a complete stranger is doing with his dick. Like, what? I, I just I cannot understand that. Like, what? What? Why are you so like to and, and like I said with Akeem, it, it, it looks to me like the opposite of what he's trying to convey. Like he's trying to convey himself as hyper masculine, but like it comes off to me like you're incredibly insecure in your own masculinity to have to like flaunt it all the time and be like and to preach like, oh, you got to be a real man, a man, this, a man, that like there's no there's no rules to being a man like there's not like there's rules to being like a hyper masculine man and all that kind of shit. But like there's no rules to being a man like there's just not so like. You, you either are a man or you're not. It doesn't like, so why are you concerned with what other men are doing? Like you don't hold the fucking rules on, you're not the gatekeeper for manliness. Like worry about your own dick, worry about your own sexuality, worry about your own manliness. Like why are you worried about what other niggas doing? And why are you worried about showing me how much of a man you are? Cause I don't care. I'm not concerned what, what other men are doing. So you could tell me all day about all the fucking manly shit you do and how women need to be in the kitchen or uh 
uh, Lil Nas X shouldn't be running around dressed however he dressed. You could tell me that all day. I'm not going to look at you like, man, Boosie a real man. Akeem a real man. Like, to me, you look like a coward. Like, you look like a sissy to me. And when I say sissy, I don't mean, like, how homophobic means sissy. I mean, like, you look soft. Like, you look you look like what you're, you look like what you're not trying to portray yourself as. Like, you look weak to me. And, like, to me, the strongest people are the people who are themselves just no matter what. That's why I say I, I, every time I see Lil Nas X, I respect him more. Because, like, to me, that's a man. Like, I, like he could dress like a woman. And I'm like, and, and like I saw a picture of this nigga with a fake pregnant belly. And right. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I look at the dude with the fake pregnant belly as more of a man than I do Lil Boosie or Akeem because the dude with the fake pregnant belly don't give a fuck what you think. He gonna go out there, he gonna do whatever the fuck he want. And he don't, he just don't give a fuck. He gonna be him. To me, that's what make you a man, dog. Like being not be not being afraid to be who you are, no matter what anybody else say. Like that's right. a man to me. To be a, a fucking nigga that's like trying to flaunt who you are and tear other people down and make try to make them look like less of a man and being that incredibly concerned with what other men are doing. That to me is what make you not a man because you're too concerned what other people doing. So like that's the irony of that is is incredible to me, dog. That somebody could be that concerned with another man's business and then try to act like that's what makes them more of a man. Like I respect Lil Nas X ten times more than I respect Lil Boosie, dog. Like Lil Boosie is a coward to me. Like he's a coward. He only lives up to whatever he lives up to whatever he thinks will make him look a certain way. Like oh, I got my son some head. Oh, doesn't that make me look cool? Like why do you care what I think? Raise your kid how you see fit and be a man and do you. Like, why do you care what I think? Because I don't give a fuck what you're doing. So why you care about me? I'm not even famous. Like, you don't care about me? So, like, I don't know, man. That's, that's, it's just a wild dynamic. And I wish niggas would stop giving so much of a fuck about what other people are doing and where they putting their dicks and what they wearing and all this kind of shit. Like, like David, that came up in the fucking verses last night. Like, like talking about what niggas is wearing and shit, dog. Like, like yeah. Josh said that, like, I don't give a fuck what you got on, nigga. Like, like, like what are you talking about? Right. We had a fucking rap, dog. Like, we try to, you know, party. Like, I don't give a fuck what you're wearing, nigga. Like, he's talking about, like, we, we got an intermission. So I need to change clothes. John, like, I'm going to wear the same shit right now. That I'm, like, I'm going to keep my clothes on. What the fuck I'm changing for? Like, what is this? Like, and that's how yeah. I feel. Like, it's not a fucking fashion show. You got to change I, outfits, nigga. And I, like, and, and I feel like if I listen to more, if I was ever to listen to, uh, any fat Joe, you know, I, I figured he's like he has like weird, probably weird masculinity issues or some crazy shit anyway. So, yeah, probably he part he he came up in that same era that fucking overly masculine shit. That actually, let, let's talk about that briefly. Um, did you see? Because you might have you respond to it. Uh, uh, monotones uh tweets about um, uh his his uh his album that he don't like that everybody else like. I feel like you replied to it. The who? The what? Which album? Uh, which album? Well, it was a tweet where somebody was talking about like, "What's your albums uh, that everybody else like that you don't like?" And he said something like, "I'm not gonna say mine because it's too controversial, or whatever." And then the person was like, "Well, I want to. Well, now I want to know what it is, not so I can roast you, but just because I'm curious." And he basically posted some tweets from a couple years ago saying that uh, he don't like, he didn't like the chronic. Oh yeah, of all the, yeah, like, yeah. Misogyny I, and shit. I, on I it. replied because I think. Uh, uh, Quest Love replied to him, and then yes, I replied. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Quest Love replied, yeah, because I follow him too. 
and uh, yeah, so Questlove replied to him, and then you replied to to both of them, and yeah, so like, I, and and it sounded like Questlove was on the same shit as as Monotone, mm-hmm. and for me, uh, both Questlove and Monotone were. I'm like, I don't want to say significantly older because I'm like, I don't, the age difference ain't that severe, but older than us to the point where they might have been old enough to actually look at this, look at it as problematic, like the misogyny that was on those albums. Like, cause it, cause I, I told, I mess, not message, but I tweeted Monotone and, uh, cause he mentioned the chronic, he mentioned, um, uh, the NWA album, Niggas for Life, and he mentioned something else. Uh, oh, it was, it was a, a Dog Pound album. And I was like, you know, I, I listened to Niggas for Life again for the first time in a long time, fairly recently, like within the past couple of years. And it 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 is like, it's eye-raisingly misogynistic. Oh, yeah. Like, like the chronic is, the chronic is bad from that perspective, but Niggas for Life and MC Ren in particular it is like a whole new level. Like, like I, I feel like right now, wherever MC Ren is, he's lucky that Twitter ain't came for him. Cause I feel like Twitter is, is, is just is too young. So they haven't heard that album and they're not going back to listening to it. But it, I think like it, it could end up being like a problem for MC Ren, not to the same degree, but in, under the same circumstances that Cosby got caught up because of Hannibal Burris's tweet or joke. Like it was like the, the Cosby shit uh, happened and people knew about it, but it was so far in the past that younger people didn't know about it. And then Hannibal Burris put it in front of younger people and then it became a huge thing. And then what happened to Cosby ended up happening. And I feel like that same thing could happen to MC Ren. Like, I feel like MC Ren is not getting like shit for how bad his lyrics were bad as in like in a misogynistic way, because a lot of the like woke people right now just haven't heard that album. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, and, I feel like and, if Hannibal Burris made a joke about how misogynistic the Niggas for Life album was, <laughs> it'd yeah. be a rap for MC Rand. <laughs> well, that and he's not in he's not in media. He's not making music, uh, so that uh, that helps him. Hey, but neither was uh, Bill Cosby, and they came for that nigga. Well, no, but but yeah, but you know, he's just a lot a lot more, I guess, vocal yeah. or whatever. I mean, that's just like you know, uh, hip hop's beloved uh, Pip C. If mm-hmm. Pipsy would have lived to this day, he would be slandered because he would have never given up his stances. And he was probably the most uh, misogynist, misogynistic, homophobic dude in music and rap, probably. Dog. One of the most. <laughs> you, want, you want to know a good one that, that uh, I noticed fairly recently? When did The Carter come out? Lil Wayne's first album. Uh... I feel like it was like maybe like. I, did I say Lil Wayne's first album? That was ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. I, I figured that was like meant, his. I, I figured <laughs> you. Just, I figured you just meant the Carter as the the inaugural. Yeah, I, that's what I meant. Like point. the first Carter album. Not that was two thousand four. Okay, that's a that's a little bit older than I thought, but that's what I was thinking. It was like mid to late two thousands. And yeah, that, I don't, man, I'm still tripping. Did I like? Did I say his first album? <laughs> yeah, I, I knew what you meant, though. Like I'm an OG Lil Wayne fan, so that's not even a mistake. That's not a mistake I would make. Like I, I I've heard cash money's original shit but anyway uh i was listening to go dj the other day because it's in my it's in my like playlist of like my all-time favorite songs and Lil wayne got a line on it <laughs> and it's like i knew it the whole time but it's like hearing it again now i was like yo i was like if woke twitter heard this line 
but he had a lot. He was like, "You homo niggas getting AIDS in the ass for the homies." Oh yeah, I remember that. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I'm like, and now homo and- niggas getting AIDS in the ass. Yep. Like, dog, if woke Twitter heard that line right now. <laughs> They would cancel Lil Wayne so fast. Bruh. I mean, Lil Wayne's not popping right now anyway, but man. man. I was just I was just telling, so I was chatting with PBS about we about music. And it was something that played like a, a, a Dilla sample or something. And it was on Common's album Like Water for Chocolate. And I was like, and he was saying he hadn't listened to Water for Chocolate, like Water for Chocolate. I'm like, it's one of my favorite common albums. And he's like, he'll check it out. So hit me up maybe hours later said you know he had listened to it and i'm like so what you thought because i thought it was a classic album he was like it was definitely cool he was like he was like um i um i I couldn't help but notice it was so many like fag references and shit and i was like yeah that was an era where they Mm -hmm. that word was loosely used a lot you know what i'm saying um and i never thought about that but then i started thinking about some of the songs i was like yeah it was really pushing they rappers was really pushing the uh the f word in the 90s and shit and, oh. and, and and think about this too like water for chocolate like you said that's a 90s album go and listen to fucking uh like the slim shady lp or the marshall mathers lp so we talking about like 1999 2001 and you think like marshall mathers lp that was at the height of eminem's popularity like mtv uh what was that show trl the whole thing with like boy bands like that was the height of his popularity that and he got in trouble for it at the time but there's so many uses of that word from eminem it's ridiculous mm-hmm. dog. <laughs> yeah, he, like he, eminem has was, mad homophobic lyrics dog like like shit that is, is, is bad shit, dog. yeah eminem has real fucking bad homophobic lyrics dog I was, I, I was listening to something i was like man dog. <laughs> i'm like I, it's amazing because it's like to me that's not that long ago, but I look at it like that was 20 years ago. That was a completely different world 20 years ago. But it's like Eminem feels like he's been relevant that whole time, you know, for the most part. So it's hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that there are hip hop fans right now who just not just might not be aware of that. But I'm like, man, even 20 years ago, only in 20 years time. And Eminem did get in trouble for that stuff. But it was kind of just like, oh, here's a news story here and there. And then it goes away. But like if Eminem put out the kind of music today that he put out back then with those homophobic lyrics and shit like that. Oh my God. Like he'd be losing sponsors. Uh, woke Twitter would be all over him. He'd be getting canceled. Like, man, it's crazy. And that's only 20 years ago. Like that's yeah. It's wild. Uh, people yeah, saying some wild that, shit. <laughs> yeah, when he said that, I was like, damn, you're right. I remember that album having, I mean, and I haven't and, listened to like water for chocolate in a very long time. And I don't even remember that. <laughs> and it took, and it took me listening to, uh, 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 niggas for life fairly recently for me to even notice that. Cause it's like, now that it's such a big deal, it stands out more. So I'm listening to that shit. I'm like, dog, this is wild. This stuff these niggas are saying <laughs> like, man, but it, again, it's like, we can't apply today's standards to back then. Like back then, it just wasn't as big of a deal. So it's not like people, you know, ignored it. It was like, it just wasn't that big of a deal. And now it's a huge deal. So it's like, it's just, it's shocking almost to hear like something that would be uh, like, like people get in huge trouble for way less than what uh, gangster rappers were saying in the, you know, the mid nineties, early nineties. 
uh, people get people getting like completely canceled for way less than what them niggas were saying. Like if they put if somebody put out that kind of music now, oh my god, <laughs> oh my, the president would be talking about it if somebody put out something like niggas for life today. <laughs> oh, that's not flying. First off, what no platform even keep it on there, and yeah, that that would be. I, I haven't heard of music being banned from a platform like a iTunes and. Spotify probably have. I just I'm not aware. But that would be the time when music would just get banned if it actually made it on there. Like it'd just be out there. Like no, it's not happening. <laughs> no, we're we're not. We can't do this. We're not doing this. No, not at all. No Spotify. No iTunes. No whatever the fuck. It's just not happening. Uh, it was niggas on in the '90s on records talking about having sex with underage women openly. <laughs> like Bruh. like like those are rough. <laughs> Bell, I'm pretty sure MC MC Red got lines about that. Like, come on, dog. Like, man, it was so many wild, so many wild raps back then. Man, and the thing of, is, they probably wasn't just raps neither. No, that probably no, facts. That, no, that was probably some some real shit. I mean, you think about hell. I mean, hell, didn't didn't Two Lack Crew have music that was just banned? I mean, yeah, like like people got music that was like like banned for being in stores and shit like that, but. I, I don't know. I, I still feel like even though in those scenarios, like with two live crew and with like NWA and shit like that, I feel like still it would be like, like you said, like it'd be way worse today. Like we can't even have like it's one thing to be like, OK, uh, Sam Goody can't sell your CD. Then, uh, hey, you're a huge star and your album is not going to be on any streamers. Like, uh, what? <laughs> so I'm just homeless now. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's man. Just- I mean, even even like the I mean, even with the crate, the homophobic, the uh, uh, super extra masculine, all that crazy shit. Um, I just think about songs that were like like straight, like sexist shit or some of this, you know, none of that shit. Like I remember uh, Outkast, Jazzy Bell, and I, and I can't think of lines. I'm, I was looking up lyrics, but it was, you know, I would think about lines. I'm like, man, women would not go for this shit now. Like it'd be cancel culture will be on fire with some of these fucking albums, dog. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's incredible, dog. <laughs> like I, it, it's like um, what was the other thing I heard the other day? Fuck, it was something you just said that brought it to mind too. Oh, why you thinking? I was trying to find the lyrics. Uh, why I say why why our nation's on a boat straight sinking? I hate the, I hate. Thinking that these the future mamas of our children fucking a different nigga every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit went the flu, dog. Who that was that? Wouldn't... That was Outcast. That oh, was okay. Outcast, Jazzy Bell. Man, even Outcast. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of people, dog. Yep, it's a lot yep, of people that yep. be. And then I bet you Andre 3000. And that's the thing, too, is like, we also don't take into account that people can grow and change. Like, they might have looked like those lines we looked at like mad problematic today, but at that time, I, I feel like Andre today and Big Boy today probably don't even even feel that same way, like because they they're just older and they've changed. Yeah, but people act like you gotta be like beholden to the shit that you said when you were a child. <laughs> like, because yeah. a lot of I think about it, a lot of these rappers were like to they were us kids. they were old, but they were probably, yeah they're probably like nineteen and shit, dog. Like, <laughs> I mean, she like we like oh them. that was outcast, but that nigga's probably like 19, 20 years old and shit. Yeah, they were. I believe they were teenagers uh, on their their first album. 
Yeah, I don't want to be held accountable for something I did when I was 16. Like, yeah. come on, dog. Hey, hey, unless you tweeted about it, then of course you're being held for it, you know. Right. Yeah, that's another problem too. Like, uh, man, at least my at least the shit that I did when I was 16. Oh, I didn't do nothing wrong when I was 16, but we'll say 21, 22. Uh, the shit that I did at 21, 22, at least it wasn't no goddamn social media or phones God. with cameras and shit like that. That Jesus shit dead and that shit dead in 19. Jesus Christ, I'm so happy. I 99 have, or 2002 I'm, I'm so or whatever. Happy Twitter wasn't around in early 2000s. God damn. Yeah. yeah. But now you can't do that shit no more. And, and then they dig up your old shit. But even then, like I said, I don't like the fact that motherfuckers is being like are are being having having today's rules apply to what they did 20 years ago when they were a teenager. Like, come on, dog. like motherfuckers can grow up and change like, man. Hey, I've occasionally searched my Twitter uh, keyword just to see if I just say it's a random shit, even on some dumb shit like, nope, <laughs> I was searching F.A.G., I was searching M.O., H.O.M.O. <laughs> I was searching all kind of shit like. So wait, I, how did you do that? Because I need to do that. You can just search your, <laughs> search your username with the ad or without the ad. Oh, and, and then, then just, OK. And then, and then just word. search okay. like keywords and shit. Yeah, that's the same. OK, that's the same way I search like if uh if I interacted with a person or not. Like I'll yeah, search yeah, same, like at my at thing. name and then the at name of the person that yeah. I'm looking for my tweets to. Yeah, yeah. so same, so same shit. Yeah. yeah, I need to do that for myself because I'm yeah. sure there's, I'm sure there's <laughs> something. Uh, I'm positive. So like you just <laughs> randomly uh, say it and be like, you know what? Oh, some drug shit or some, uh, you know, just stupid. And I'm just like, let me search. And I started searching shit. Like, oh, okay, that wasn't as bad. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I do know that I, I, I haven't said anything too crazy that would just get me canceled and shit. But I was hey, really. If I ever get it, if I ever get an inkling of the idea that I might become something that even resembles famous. I'm deleting all my tweets oh, before it even I'm happened. I'm like, I'm not waiting until it get there. Like if I get to a point where I'm like, Oh shit, I'm starting to get kind of popular. I'm deleting my whole tweets, every single one. <laughs> yeah. I might even do, I might even do it just like now, like not right this <laughs> minute, but like, no, I thought about that. Like I should delete all my tweets like right now. Cause like what, what difference do that make? I don't care about my past tweets. Like, I don't want to have to, like, lose my account and I got to get my followers all over or something like that. I, I don't want to lose my username. But, like, I don't care about my tweets from 10 years ago. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't look at that shit. Who's scrolling through 40,000 tweets? Like, I don't care about that. I should delete all my tweets right now and just start with tweet number one, like, today. <laughs> and just go from there. And then just watch what I say from here on out. Like, I'll still say, you know, I'll still be myself, but, like, I don't want to have to worry about like, oh, it's going to is somebody going to find me using the F word in 2012. And and now everything that I've worked so hard to build is gone. Like, I don't want to have to worry about that. Rather just <laughs> delete it now and not worry about it because <laughs> I know ain't none of y'all saved it. Go ahead, brother. Delete on. Or <laughs> somebody like, so can you bad if somebody saved somebody actually did save a tweet from you from like 2012 or you said that shit. Like, yeah. like, I can't believe he said this. Let me screenshot this. Hey, I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up at a nigga house, dog. Fuck that. I'm pulling up at somebody's house. Like, you, what you got against me, nigga? I'm pulling up. I am pulling up. Turn on your location. <laughs> You've been sitting up. on this for nine years, dog. Uh, pull up, dog. Just, just waiting for an opportunity to use it against me, man. Fuck. But yeah, I've legit thought about that. Hey, go for it, dog. You know. I might, I might. Mic, one mic is popping off, and you don't want to get caught slipping, man. When you know, yeah, if that shit, yeah, exactly. If that shit start yeah. popping, you don't want to get, you don't want to get caught slipping. Yeah, because how do people even do that? 
like do you do do people really go like oh this person's about to be famous let me uh search their name and all kinds of various words like i don't know if that's the order of how it happens i think i think people just look for fuck shit i don't know if it's on on a brink of famous or you know like when kevin hart got in all that shit for tweets that he had did i don't it's because people didn't like that he was going to be like the host of uh was that the host of the, the of the oscars or the emmy yeah or yep, it was something the, like uh, that I yeah. Think, yeah it was the oscars yeah yeah and i don't think people liked it so they just started searching this shit and then yeah so fucks up shit well yeah i don't want to get to that point where people are like oh let me search this shit and i'm unprepared because ain't nobody worried about me right now but if it gets to that point like i say if i think it's even close to getting that point i'm like yeah autumn tweet's gone because i feel like i I know there's gotta be something I've said. I've said that if I if I got instantly famous tomorrow, and motherfuckers started looking for old problematic tweets from me, I 100% am certain they find something that I that would fuck me over. I know I've probably said something that's completely out of pocket. Though. <laughs> yeah, I man. know I have. What's here. wild is I doubt I've, I I kind of doubt I've ever used the f word on Twitter though. I I, I didn't use it. I don't. I, I don't think I have. I searched. And I'm, I'm kind of curious. I'm probably going to search it in a minute. But like, I'm kind of curious. because I feel like I probably have because it's not a word that I really use like that. And definitely not like in typing on Twitter. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't have said that on Twitter, but I still can't rule it out. <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't rule it out. But I know I know there's got to be something that if, if it was found, it would ruin my celebrityness if I ever achieved it. Well, I searched your name and, and, and typed the F word and I didn't get anything. <laughs> like I searched your name and there are 14 occurrences. <laughs> it's a string of tweets all about one person. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I searched H-O-M-O, nothing there. So you're good there. And you've had the same, have you had the same uh, Twitter username? name? No. No, it's changed. <laughs> What's funny, dog? Uh, wait, did you did you tweet in a different language at a point in time in your life? I <laughs> I doubt it. Wait, okay. I know it's a little Spanish, so there's a possibility. But <laughs> oh, you know what? I I searched the wrong name. I searched somebody. Wait. Oh, I've been searching the wrong name this time. Oh, okay. No, you have said the f word fourteen. <laughs> No, you're uh oh that gotta be yours. Okay, yeah, for some odd reason. Um oh you know what? It searched somebody that had well it had yours in here because it was uh tweets that had the, the Johnny. First off, Johnny has said like no homo a few times in, in your mentions. So that's what I searched that and his tweets to you came up. But someone had two underscores instead of one that was coming up. I'm like, why the hell did that show up? Uh, no homo is not a violation to me. No, it isn't. I'm just saying that was the only reference when I searched like, homo. No, that, but I mean, yeah, I mean, right. like, there's some things where people act like if there's a certain word involved in it, then it's automatically problematic. Like, I feel like no homo is not a, is not a, it's, it's like a game. Like, it's like a, I don't know, it's more like a game than it is a something having to do like about, oh, I don't want to appear as a homosexual. Like, it's not, it's not about being self-conscious about the perception of you. It's pointing out a, uh, uh, 
a, a, a pun within something that you said. So it's more like a game, just like pause, than it is about anything having to do with sexuality. So like if I did have, if I said no homo on Twitter and then I got famous and then people try to come for me about it, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't apologize. I wouldn't like, no. Well, I'm you not did. Well, in September, 2010. And I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm going to say, because someone else retweeted it. So in September, September 9th, 2010, you did say, if you can always find a way to say pause and no homo, you probably had your asshole ravaged on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that because I felt like I was seeing tweets of people who were like, uh, like forcing it. Like, like, that's not even a good one. Like, like, what do you like? I, like, to me, it's got to be funny to do it. Right. I'm like, it can't just be like, years ago. yeah, I, I feel like like at that time when I tweeted that, I felt like niggas was forcing it. Like, OK, you trying too hard. Uh, like, how did you even find something gay in that? Like, I, like, like, that's that's pro- I, that's what I was seeing at that time. Like, I feel like right now, too, it's kind of it has kind of evolved into a way where people mainly are doing it. Like, like I said, to point out a pun. And it's usually it's funny, like nine times out of ten. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> uh, I remember tweeting that, too. Really? That's weird. Yes, I, I, I do. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I remember I, tweeting I that. say that's weird. That's just amazing that you do remember that. Yeah, because I like there's there's things where like, especially back then when you didn't tweet as much and there weren't as many other people on Twitter that right. it, it like things kind of just felt like it's just like there's less of a sample size. So it's like certain things stand out. Like hearing you say that, I, I remember tweeting that because it's just like I, it, it just stands out. Like, do I remember like if you read one of my tweets from yesterday, I'd probably remember it. But like if you read something from like a month ago, I might be like, yeah, that sounds like something I would say. But <laughs> like, I don't really remember that. But I, I just I very distinctly remember that tweet. I'm just mad as hell. I'm I'm just I'm slightly distracted because I was uh I've been playing these, I've been buying in these power balls on some of the, some of the cigar groups. Mm-hmm. And I've been using the same number 24 for like a week now. Random six bucks, seven bucks, eight bucks. And then it was this Fuente one that I that I got in on. And I was like, you know what? Tonight's gonna be the night. I'm gonna win this shit. I look at the notification and it was fucking number 25. Like <laughs> I was about to say it. it's 23. <laughs> oh my God. I was I'm so mad at that, man. Fuck. It was like a $300 fucking mm. Fuente sampler too. Damn. Fuck me. I was going to have Fuente Friday for a good, good month. <laughs> Fire. God damn it. <sighs> anyway, you want to cover anything else or we good? No, nah, I'm good. We can wrap up. All right then. Well, uh, thanks for listening uh, to our new new found sound. And yeah, uh, <laughs> well, rediscovered. Like, like, not, rediscovered. Not new. Like, not yeah, new. Like, yeah, rediscovered. Yeah, rediscovered yeah. New sound. And uh, yeah, we we'll, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Yep. Peace. You can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcast from: Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to what up dope podcast at Gmail. That's W U D U P D O E P O D C A S T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at what up dope podcast. Peace.